Blog Talk Radio.
His only goal is to be able to take care of his kids and give them everything they never, he never had. Healing through music is the most powerful thing ever, and he gets satisfaction by giving someone a reason to smile for a reason to keep going is all anyone needs. You keep um, you can keep the money and the fame, he says. Just give me the people that relate or feel my songs, and I'm good. So anyhow, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to bring Brian on the air, let him tell him. Tell the um, the story behind the songs, and uh, he this I, I guess he just posted this maybe a couple of weeks ago in our grieving groups, and he's got close to forty thousand people that are like raving about his songs, and this song's taken off big time. Um, we'll discuss some of his maybe uh, tours <clears throat> coming to New York. I'm going to talk to some of my friends that own places that have bands and uh, at their places and and uh, get them booked. And he'll also be playing for my um, well, you know I have a uh, bestseller out for two years, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. But my poetry book's due to come out any time now. And um, Brian's got to come up and play and promote his music and the song and help me uh, at my my next book signing. So I'm going to bring Brian on the air now. Okay, hold on, please. Hi, Brian. Hey. Hey, how are you? Be I'm nervous. Good. How are you put there in your underwear, have a beer if you drink it, and just chill, <laughs> <Nah>. dude. <laughs> how are you, Not my at friend? All. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm hanging. I'm hanging. <laughs> I'm hanging. Right. Right. You know my show. I I, I kind of break because uh, I don't know if you know totally the show we do. I have famous TV and radio personalities on it. I have moms that you know just come on the vent and they get i have intuitive mediums on it that bring the loved ones through and i just want to tell uh our listeners brian um to send out uh our sympathy to you you had just lost your we canceled the show last week because the loss of your father so i just want to send you much love and from me and the listeners and just you know let you know we're we're here okay thank you thank you i appreciate it Okay, Brian. Now I I read all the happy, happy, happy stuff about you. Tell you tell me about you. You tell the listeners about you because we are off the hook here tonight. <laughs> right. Um, well, I, there's not really a whole lot to tell. I'm you know some town guy. Um, Marion's not that big. Um, I fell in love with music uh, very very young age, of nine or ten years old, um, mm-hmm. and decided back then I was one of the, one of those kids that decided that was what I wanted to do with my life. So. <clears throat> Growing up as a teenager, um, I was uh, one of the kids that didn't have a social life. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends. I spent all my time that I could in my basement, on my drum set with my guitars. Um, mm-hmm. Get up two hours. Get up two hours before school to play music, and then come home from school, um, do my homework, and then I was in the basement until it was time to go to bed. My mom would bring me dinner to the basement. I wouldn't leave, um, and I, I did that. You know up until I was about 18 years old and decided to get in uh, my first band. So mm-hmm. uh, it's something I've, you know, wanted to do and been very passionate about, you know, my entire life. And I've been blessed a lot of opportunities, you know, to uh, be able to make it, you know, make living doing it. So Right, right. Well, I come from a um, musical family also, so I can dig it. And I've been playing and singing since I was like two or three. And my dad worked, you know, the starving musician. He had six kids and... Yo. Worked two jobs, seven days a week, you yep, know, yep. worked at the church night and weekends, railroad by the day, you know, and, <clears throat> but he was a violinist and accordionist, and it was like, we all have the year. I mean, my dad was certified to be a teacher. I still can't read a note, but I, I played by ear. My grandmother, his mother was a pianist, and um, 
she actually was friends with you've heard of Irving Berlin being a musician I'm back in the day, you know, with all the yeah. the music tunes. She actually was friends with him and I had for many years her sheet music that he wanted and she never gave it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I come from music, babe. I come from music, right. okay? Yeah, and yeah, uh right. that was cool, cool talk. <laughs> like oh, I said, no, you're in your underwear, don't say, worry I did, about no, it. I was gonna say I I did too my uh my great-grandfather um, wrote sheet music for high school um, and middle school orchestras out in California. Um, oh, really? Before I was, I was ever thought of, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and, and actually, he's, he's about the only one in my entire family that had anything to do with music. Nobody else um, uh, up until, um, you know, I was about 11 or 12 is when I first actually met my dad and found out I had three brothers on my dad's side. Wow, And cool. come to find out all of them were musicians. Um, wow! And later, later on in our late twenties, we ended up all in a band together. Um, but on <clears throat> with your yeah, dad or mom, your brothers or what? Yeah, it was it was me and my me and two of my brothers were in a band together um, mm-hmm. for about four or five years. So um, it, it was it was kind of cool. Uh, on my mother's side, nobody, not no, not anybody. You know what I mean? I don't even yeah. think anybody on my mom's side knew how to spell the word guitar, let alone try to play one. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. I I've got two brothers that play guitar. I tell you, if um, you ever get to read my book, uh, everybody's on Amazon. I post the link to it, but I talk about that in the beginning of my book about me growing up, and mostly it's for the people that I grew up with, but they that knew me, but the reason what my life began, and it was about music. I mean, I was tap dancing. We didn't couldn't afford the tap shoes, so I would take my Sunday patent leathers and put thumbtacks and dance on the floor, and I was always they used right. to call me the the little actress. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then yeah. like I said, my my time my. My time with my dad was when he'd come home at night. It was about a half an hour to spend with him. And we'd sit in the basement and we'd jam and I, when I was a little kid, you know. And and right. it was finally <clears> – <throat> I also sang. I don't know if you know that about me. I'm a singer, too. Yeah, and I've got we, Janice's we – I, I got Janice's Buses, Latin, Baton Rouge. Okay, so I can sing like Janice. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the karaoke queen around here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we talked about that. As soon as I get up to New York, that's the first thing we're doing is in the karaoke bar. We're, go, we're go. going. We're going, babe. I can't wait for you to come <laughs> up. I cannot wait. We're going to rock this town. <laughs> okay, New York. Won't be the same again. But oh, anyhow, no. um no, but you know what? Uh on the more serious side, the the song that you wrote has touched so many lives. And I, I, I was amazed and that's how I found you because I you know, I counsel other grieving parents because who would know better than somebody who's lost two of their own children and everybody else I lost, right. but you know, not ego, it's reality. I didn't learn it in a book, you know. Yeah, and exactly. um I I found that's how I found you, and we've become pretty good friends. I think you know we laugh, yeah, we giggle, I, we tell jokes. You oh, know, I, I, you're, you're turning me into Andrew Dice Clayette. You know, <laughs> 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 Brian, you're a great guy. I've been having a lot of fun with you. You know, I can't post our private messages. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah, we'll put we'll put that out in an R-rated book later on. I'm, Another book, another book. <laughs> but anyhow, so let's let's talk about um, let's talk about. You know, I've got the chat room open. If you want to ask questions, I'm trying to go between all my things tonight. And I was trying to find an anniversary song, and all I found was Alf. So I just did right. it. <laughs> I right. could do it. You know. And anyhow, um, on the serious side, the song is the song. The show is about grief and helping people through it because it is a reality. Right. And like I said, you just suffered your own losing your dad, and that's kind of personal. And 
it's heart wrenching. I mean, my dad was my just wasn't just my dad; he was my best friend. And you know, and then boom, 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 one right after the other. You know, yeah. And I saw that with you, your dad. That was mad cool. You know. Um. So tell us something about um. What happened when you wrote the first song? Which start? Let's start with Halo. We're gonna play Halo, which is a song before a mother's love. So tell us about Halo. Um, last year, um, it was, uh, I think it was in January. Um, this, this actually, this month makes a year. Um, about a year ago in January, um, I went to uh, a buddy of mine, um, who, um, is a signed musician right now. Um, I'm actually playing a gig with this week. It's Patrick Pierce. Plug, plug. Oh, by the um, way, the he, name um, of your, your band is Cold, Cold, Cold Flesh, right? Yeah. The name of, yeah, the name of my band is Cold Flesh. Yeah. Um, okay. I just wanted to I, uh, let them know. Right. Um, yeah, back in uh, last year in January, um, my buddy Pat had just gotten back from Florida, and he right. we hadn't seen each other in a few months. He invited me to go to an open jam one night, and so we did. And um, I went up and played, you know, four or five acoustic songs, just, you know, jamming, having a good time. And um, when I got mm-hmm. done, I'd had, uh, I had some CDs, some burnt CDs with me that um, I was giving out to people and, you know, selling and stuff like that. And this kid walks up to me. And said mm-hmm. he really liked my songs and da 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 da. And said that he um, he had he said he had a band and he was looking for a place to record. So I told right. him I had a record studio and you know why don't you come out and you know I'll record you and you know da da da. So he come out and he brought um, this guy who was singing for him at the time. He had brought with him. And when and when he first started laying down some guitar tracks, I noticed I just I immediately was like, wow man, this is really good stuff. And it wasn't right. your typical, you know, he was only 18 at the time. And it was like, it mm-hmm. wasn't your typical, you know, 18-year-old shredding guitar player guy. He put a lot of thought exactly. into, the, into right. these songs. And I was like, wow, this is really good stuff. And so I recorded them. And, um, you know, the guy he had with him um, was a singer. Um, and, you know, God love him. You know, he just, he wasn't that kind of a singer. And about mm-hmm. a week later, um, Billy, he uh, he put some songs on the Internet that he recorded out here. And... Um, I think it was two or three days after he'd put them up, he called me on the phone and said, I got a problem. He said, people are really liking the songs, but they told me my singer sucked. What do I do? Really? And I said, oh, by the way, I'm yeah, Howard Stern. Like, you they, can say they, suck. They you can say whatever you want on my show. So you go, for, go with flow. Okay. Well, you, but, you've um, seen that, yeah. by the way, we've talked. So, uh, we do like we do on the show just like I do with you privately here. So right on. say what you want. Um, Okay. But he, um, yeah, he told me, he said, you know, they, they, they didn't like the singer very good. You know, what do I do? Uh-huh. And I, this guy, I got straight with him, and I said, do you want a career in music? He said, yeah. And I said, get your stuff off the Internet right now. And really? so he did, he did. Yeah, I told him, I said, get it down now. I said, because you got really, really good songs. You don't want, you know, you don't want that kind of a shadow over you. You know, it's just, right. you don't pull them down now. And so he pulled them down, and then um, mm-hmm. he said, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I said, you know what, man? I said, I really like your stuff. I said, let me have a couple of your songs for about a week. I said, let me right. do some stuff with them and see what happens. And he said, okay, cool. So I took the first song, um, guitar riff he gave me, which ended up being Halo. Um, I took the song um, and put guitars and bass, and I wrote lyrics for it and this, that, and the other. And I had uh, did a lot of mixing on it and you know, made it sound really, really good. And then I brought him over mm-hmm. one day, and I played it for him, and he almost fell off the couch. He was like, really? whoa, what, is that the same song? I said, yeah. I said, I told you, man, you got a lot of potential here, man. You just need the right people well, in your you know, corner. Brian, let me tell you, I saw the video. Mm-hmm. I saw the video. That was awesome, mm-hmm. man. 
I mean, if you go to YouTube, I've posted that. I want to tell my listeners that I – and I don't mean to intervene, but I'm a talk show host, and i got a big mouth. No, it's so. good. That, no, sure. but, but if you sure. go on my uh, Facebook page, anybody that's on my Facebook page, my ba- my, my regular one, because uh, I've got like 10 different things that I'm doing. Um, right. Go on that page, hit the YouTube version. The video that goes with Brian's uh, song Halo 2, awesome, awesome, man. you got to see it, you know. So continue yeah, it, what, what it was all about. Yeah, it's um, well, the, the song actually started out. Um, I ended up changing the lyrics on it. Um, originally, I wrote the song about um, the military. I wrote it about uh-huh. um, vets coming home and um, or vets, you know, dying in combat or whatever it may be. And their families feeling like that the vets have been forgotten or they've been. And so that was, that yeah. was the basis of the song and it was called Halo. And that was what I wrote it about. So we'd had right. that version of it for about a month. And then Billy comes to me and told me a story that, mm. uh, back it was this past November was one year, but back in November, which would have been two months before me and him and met, um, he told me a mm. story about a friend of his, um, that right. had died in an accidental shooting. While he was out, right. he was 15 years old. And he said his, How his was family he? was 15. Wow. He was 15. He was accidentally shot while him and a friend of his was out hunting. And the day he was shot, Billy was there <clears throat> when it happened. Mm-hmm. Billy and two other people tried to save his life before the squad got there. And it was real dramatic. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, just, it was, it was a horrific story that he told me. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, I, it sounded like he was reading it out of a book. But, you know, he had actually lived there. Yep. And he said, yeah. you know, he was telling me about the family and um, and all that, and said, is there any any way we could write like a tribute song to him? And I said, uh-huh. absolutely. And I ended up writing a song <laughs> um, that ended up not being on the album that's on. But um, and then Billy came to me and he said, what about that song Halo? And I said, right. the one I wrote about the military. And he said, yeah. He said, I love that song and I think it could be really really good. And I said, absolutely, if that's what you want to do. So I sat down and mm-hmm. it was about two hours and I rewrote the lyrics. And basically told the story of um, this boy, um, whose name is Trevor Clark. Um, I'm actually Stephanie. To... Stephanie. Stephanie has friended me now, and yeah. th- and it kind of links into my show about what I do too. So once you finish mm-hmm. with this, I want to tell the listeners what she sent me. I almost crapped, you know, okay. <laughs> plain English. Right on. It was really um, weird. Yeah, Link to so, that song. You know, um, kept uh, um, kept talking about it, and I ended up writing a song, and I. I basically um, took the story that Billy told me about how, you know, bad his family was grieving over his loss, which I, you know, I, I could, I could imagine, but really what feeling yeah. it, you know what I mean? I haven't experienced it. So I, I was going by what he told me. And so right. basically what I did was tried to write a song that was um, basically their child, um, letting them mm-hmm. know that, you know, Hey mom, Hey dad, it's going to be okay. I will always protect yeah. you with my halo. And that's the essence of the song. Right, and we decided to shoot a video for it, and so we contacted Stephanie and um, her husband Pat, and asked right. if they would be in the video. In the beginning, I had an idea of them sitting on the couch looking through a photo album, and right. we shot that part. Beautiful and then video. We went, yeah, and then we went out in the backyard of my bass player's house where we rehearse at. He's got a beautiful wooded right. area out back behind his house, and we went out there for about three or four hours with a bunch of different camera angles and just shot the video and then you know i went and edited together in about a month and we posted it up and that's basically it did um she well i'm sure she has told you the story about the halo over his head when he was younger right she sent me the picture which links into my show now because he was what uh, maybe six seven eight years old 
And before this boy died, was Trevor, Trevor, right? Before Trevor had passed, um, years before, like maybe seven, seven, eight years old, and, Mm -hmm. you know, he passed at 15, she had a picture of him. um, I don't forget, he had like a water gun or something. It was really weird because he had the water gun in his hand. He died by a shooting from, you know, accidental. And in the picture, I will post it on my site because I have many sites. And, you know, if you go to my main page, you friend me, tell me you met me through the show, and I'll send you to my other sites about signs or loved ones signs because I get them all the time. Okay, because heaven is real, dude. You know, heaven's real. And they're all around us. And I talk a lot of time. My show is about synchronicity and how things happen and, and to prove to people I feel like the Lord has given me the gift he's given me through all the pain I've got, got uh, right. been through to help others through grief. That's my job now, you know? I mean, I could either went nuts or done something, you know? So yep. when she, uh, she gave me chills when she sent me the picture. She goes, you got to see this. I'm like, because I believe, I believe in the signs, and I saw the halo over his head. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. And right. here you write the song. You didn't even know these people. Something gave yeah. you the calling to write the song about, you know, the service, uh, servicemen. And it went yeah. into this boy who died. It's just this is what my show is about. You know, it's about right. the grief and the yeah, it, God it and the really signs. And the, I mean, it, was, it was Billy's idea to call the song Halo. Um, the original right. singer that he had had a song yeah. written, and the song's title was Halo. But I think it was mm-hmm. I think it was about a video game or something like or something just completely off the wall. And Billy was really yeah. Actually, you know what? There's a um, what the hell was it? Um, they when they had the uh, was a Cabbage Patch or whatever. It's really kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, cabbage Patch or the Beanie Babies. That's what it was. My niece is usually my co-host, Melissa. This is weird. Her and her sister right. sent into Beanie Babies. This is another link. This is weird. Uh, they de- de- designed the Halo. Beanie Baby never got credit for, it and it came out. It came out, <clears throat> this, and I didn't even think about this till now. Her and her sister wow. designed this. They took credit for it. They, they didn't patent it, and Halo came out. I had one myself, and she goes, "You know, we designed that, and we never got anything for it." Blah 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 blah. So here's another freaking connection. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's weird, yeah. man. It's weird, dude. Yeah, it was, it's it weird. was crazy. I was, I was going to change the name of the song, and because I didn't want. You know, there's always, you know, always issues if, you know what I'm saying, you know, whether the guy wrote the song, whatever. I knew that if we kept it as Halo, we were going to get heat for it, which we did. As soon as we put the song out, you know, this guy mm-hmm. went off the rails about, you know, how he wrote the song and all this kind of stuff. But um, I wanted to change yeah. it. And Billy was really, really adamant about, no, I, I really like the title Halo. Let's do something with that if we can, da, da, da. And then that's when I come up with the idea, mm-hmm. well, what if we tell this story of how this child is protecting his family with his Halo? And he was true. What is your take on, I mean, not to go off on the subject, I mean, you know, just losing your dad and everything, even before that, was that your first, like, significant loss, or had you lost anybody um, else close I, to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I've had, um, I've had really close friends of mine pass away, um, uh-huh. and, you know, it, it's, it's rough, it's hard, um, car accidents, yep. and I've had a couple of my friends OD, and it's been, yep. especially in the last couple of years, it's been really, really bad, um, but... Um, there was something I, I really can't describe it. Like there's something about you know, I'm still not, you know, in the right frame of mind yet. You know, over my over yep. my dad time. Um, I mean, the heartaches there is always going to be there. And for me, it's, I was talking to somebody yesterday about it, and um, I, it's more for me now with my dad. It's like um, I, I described it, which is is, is kind of goofy, but I described it as like it's it's almost like trying to quit smoking. Like you can get past right. the addiction part. It's all the habits. Right. And I'm trying to, you know, I, I still instinctively grab my phone and want to call him. 
and exactly. I'm trying to get over it, not, not being able <laughs> to talk to him every day and him, you know, not coming to my, my wrestling shows and not coming to my gigs and things like that. It's like, it's, well, I'm let's, just not... let's tell him about that quickly too. You're also a pro wrestler, right? Yes, I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah. My, I, I, uh, I my, forgot uh, to tell my... people this besides a musician. He's a pro wrestler. Yeah, my yeah, uh, yeah. my guitar player likes to uh, likes to likes to call me a midget wrestler because I'm only five foot eight. So that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm, okay. yeah, I, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a pro wrestler too. So I work uh, I work for a company in Marion, um, uh, NWA Midwest Championship Wrestling. Um, I told my mm-hmm. boss Jay I give him a shout out. So what's up, Jay? I know you're listening. Um, yeah, but tell his yeah, name, dude. So, I mean, you can do whatever you want here. It's all yeah, free, man. Jay Martin, you know? brother Tim Martin, man. Um, they're yeah, two of my best friends in the entire world. Um, love mm-hmm. them to death, and uh, you know they work hard, and you know it's, it's what we love. I've been yeah, I've been doing wrestling things for you know, on and off twenty years. So well, my my son that lives at home, he is like the biggest wrestling fan. Right. So I mean, he, he can't wait for you to come visit New York. So we're going to oh, be doing sure, some. Right uh, I just want to let people know with some promotions. Uh, Brian and I are going to be working a little bit together, right, Brian? With promoting the music and playing some places yeah. and. Uh, Promoting my book and promoting his music Absolutely. and 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 like I read in your your bio, it, it's not even about the money. But tell them how. No. I mean, you've got almost forty thousand people within a few weeks yeah. that have listened and are off the hook. I mean, it, your song yeah, is off the hook. Just, you, beyond your wildest dreams, it's not about money because you per, you purposely have not taken a penny for this. And won't no, even I people go like, "What can I get it on iTunes?" Tell them about that. Show no, them where your heart is, I man. No, I, 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 I've had a lot of people ask me to, to upload it onto iTunes so that they could buy it, and I've refused, uh-huh. um, only because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't post the, the song, um, which, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll get in depth of what the song's about a little bit later, but I didn't post the song to try to get publicity, to try to get money, to try to get nothing. I did it as a favor for somebody, right? because she yep. wanted a few other people to hear it, you know, to make them feel better, for whatever her reason was that she wanted me to, you know, to, to post a song, she asked me to post it so she could put it in a couple of, of group pages, and right. um, that, and that's where it started. And now that I'm, you know, where it's at, almost forty thousand views. Um, yep. I've had, um, I can't tell you how many. And that's how long? In three I've weeks? Out. Three weeks or a month? At least three, how long? Yeah, it's been a little, well, I actually posted About three it weeks, right? No, well, I posted the song back in November. But it didn't, right. it didn't hit until about three or four weeks ago. So all those yeah, I mean, can you imagine forty thousand people? Holy yeah, crap! Within, I mean, with, yeah, within within the last month, it's it's almost up to about forty thousand now. Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't world. believe I've, it. Man. I've been hit up by everybody from Australia, Germany, Japan, Norway. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I talked to a lady the other day from New Wales in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. like it's all, it's like all over the world, and you know I put yeah, out a thing. Yeah, and you know, you know our show is all over the world, by the way, too. Our this yeah, show is worldwide. Right that you can Skype um, us, and uh, you know, I have I'm, fans I'm from Iceland and Italy. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm mailing out three CDs um, to the um, the ladies that have hit me up in private messages and told me their stories and and how you yeah. know, said how much you know my song has helped them. Um, and yep. dealing with their grief and, and things like that, and so for me, and getting the word point, out because people don't understand us. Yeah, you know, at, I talk sometimes this, so I'm blue in the face. You know, yeah, and, and people it, like even on my page, I I get derogatory things said to me. It's like just recently, I've been I've been blocking people. You know what? Somebody said to me that I went to school with, and I'm not going to mention names because I'm I'm pissed, right. I'm pissed at a lot of people. But you know what? I can't uh-huh. be because they're being you know most intelligent, they're ignorant. And I right. and they said to me, well, why don't you get on the parents groups instead of going on your own page? Well, number one, biatch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is my page. I can do what I want. It's a free country, right. freedom of speech. Okay. Right. 
Okay. And number two, I write what I write on my main page because other grieving parents know what I feel, and I know what they feel. We are trying to teach the general population on what to say to a grieving parent, how to treat us, because they treat us once our kids are dead like we're dead because they're either afraid of their own mortality or it's going to happen to them. And your song touches that. So that's why, I'm going to tell you, dude, that's why your song is taken off, because you put into words what touches our soul, man. And and, and, and in turn, it's going to hopefully, your song is going to change the world the way they think about a grieving parent in general. You know, and that's wow. why it's 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 a hit, man. And I, like I said, I'm not just somebody on a radio show. I'm somebody who's lost not one but two kids and many others right. in their life. Like I said, and yeah. I, man, I saw that song and did I hit you up right away? And I immediately, <laughs> I said, was, dude, I said yeah. I got to talk to you, and we become I, good friends since, you know. But anyhow, yeah, do you mind? If, can I play a Halo now for the audience, Alex, or would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, uh, like I said, I'm going to – I had it on my page. I will post it again later tonight. Halo is the beginning like uh, – was a Trevor talking to his parents, right? Yeah. And um, yeah. so we're going to start with that, and then we're going to go into A Mother's Love, the song that's, that's off the charts right now. Okay, so let me go to Halo, and I'll play this, and then we'll talk a little more about that and go into the a Mother's Love and talk more about the music and – you know, okay. I've had a lot of um, a lot of people on my show, and tonight I just want to give some credits to some other people. Uh, I don't know if Ron's listening. I'm very good friends with my next door neighbor. Then we get hit with Hurricane Sandy, and he lives still close by. Ron Bassett, remember the Crest? Sixteen Candles, the song Sixteen yeah. Candles. Well, he's yeah. my neighbor. Okay, Ron's oh, okay. a good friend. He's been on my show. He gives me credits for, you know, he says, just play my music. I said, you ain't going to sue me, dude, right? <laughs> you know? So I want to give a shout-out to Ron Bassett. He took over for Johnny Meister when he left the crest and traveled the world. Right. And uh, I've actually sang with Ron myself, you know. Cool. So uh, I want to give credits to Ron. I want to give some credits to some other people tonight, all my uh, fellow authors, uh, my my sister, Mothers in Grief. Um, you're all, I love you dudes. I love you dudettes. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You've made my one, you've made, I I never, first of all, a year ago, I didn't think I'd be on radio. It just happened. Okay. I never expected it. Even with this, you know, diarrhea of the mouth that I have. Perfect for a talk show, you know? And now here I am a year later and I'm like, wow, my show is like, I've been, on other shows, I actually I just got a call the other day. I'm going to be on a show in Massachusetts. I've been on a show in Texas with a half a million listeners, so they're they're hearing my story now, and they're introducing me to the world on other shows, not just my own. So, but we'll we'll do my plugs later. But I'm going to play Halo for you right now, and I'll like I said, I'll repost it for the listeners and my audience, and you can go to YouTube and see the video because the video is the bomb diggity man. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> You're getting used to the way I talk. The New Yorker girl. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is Halo. I'm 
Wow, dude. That song is awesome, too. And they have Thank to you. see, they have, no, seriously, and I'm getting like, I got people on my chat room, let's see what they're saying here, because I can't see for crap. Um, love the Halo song, it's a great song, Brian has made, let's see what they're saying, that's all I got, Brian has made something. Um, happy anniversary to me, and Brian, you know, I didn't know we got married, dude, no, no, but it's all good, no. <laughs> happy anniversary, no, so anyhow, we have to bring humor to life, too, and even though, you know what, we all suffer through grief, um, no matter who we lost, I don't take away from anybody else's grief, I've, I've lost the parents, I've lost the brother and sister, too, and two nephews, and, you know, grief is grief, we all go through it, we all face it, it's all part of life, we, yeah. I just want to tell everybody, we got to keep our sense of humor, and our love for humanity and our love for others and learn by what we go through because life's about learning and life's a lesson. Life, yeah. life is school, dude, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah, what I keep trying to tell people. You got to keep going, you know? Yeah, I mean, to. I'm gonna, we're going to rock this world, dude. We're going to rock the world, you know, with this music and, and, and you know, let people know it's all about love. I mean, you did this out of for somebody you really didn't even know. And since become no, friends I, at, with, at the and time I didn't, I yeah, I, I didn't even, you know, I just, I, you know, like, you know, me and me and Billy, um, my guitar player, he, uh, you know, we we became friends really, really fast, um, which is kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of crazy too because you know he just turned nineteen, um, and I just I just turned forty this year, so there's a big wow. age difference between the two of us. But to sit and talk to him in a conversation, you you know you think he was thirty. You know what I mean? He's so mature. Yeah, well, and so, well they call it the old the old souls, the old souls. Yeah, he's you got know what I'm such saying? a such a yeah. He's so mature and just so you know he's got his head on on straight. Man, he's he's a good kid, um, and I love him to death. I mean, there's a lot of times you know it's more I don't know if it's more like a father son love or if it's you know he's, he's yeah. you know he's my best yeah. friend. And, you know, people, you know, they, some people find it weird because of our age difference, but I don't, I don't, age don't matter to me. Um, you know, it's, it's who you are as a person and it's how, you know, it's how you, uh, you know, how you connect with somebody. And there's just something, um, something about me and Billy that just that hit off really, really good. And it's been nothing but up ever since. Well, you know what I call it, um, you know, Brian, I talk on the show a lot. There's no coincidence in life. It's all, it's a God incidence. And, it, you know, God and God puts us together for a reason. I mean, we're all – people talk about this six degree – what do they call it? Six degrees separation. That's bull. It's much closer. Yeah. Much, much yeah. closer, you know? And right. we all are put in each other's paths, whether it be bad, good, or ugly. You know, the good, the bad, the mm-hmm. ugly. For a reason. We Some come into our lives to learn. Some come in as forever – some come in to, um, like I said, just learn, teach us lessons, or, you know, that's what life is about. People don't, you know, I'm not going to get all philosophical, but it's it's true, dude, you know? It's true. And um, so anyhow, we, we've gotten through this song, and I just want to put another plug in for one of my other uh, singer-songwriters, Michelle DeAngelis. I don't know if she's listening tonight. She's uh, been on my show, too. She's an awesome girl, plays a lot every other Every three weeks at Twelve Grapes. That's, oh, that's that's another place when you come see me in New York. I got to take you to Twelve cool. Grapes. It's that's awesome. seven nights a week music. It's it's about maybe a mile from me, so I got to awesome. go over and talk to them about it. But I would just sure. want to give Michelle DeAngelis a plug tonight. Uh, Roddy Bassett, which I already said, and he just contacted me from the Crest. And uh, there's another fellow out there. Uh, I just want to tell you a quick story. And I he just went and signed. I think he just signed his contracts at in, in Memphis. Um, he wrote a song not similar to yours, but he lost and his wife uh four grandchildren in one night to a house fire 
Oh wow! And his name, yeah, him. Their names are Steve Gato and Candy. He's been on my show with his story, with his song. I played it on 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 the you know on my station, and sure. they've all given me like the, you know, I mean whether copyright copyrighted or not. First day with my new mouth, okay? <laughs> uh, copyright or not, you know they, they've given me the privilege, and I, I mean privilege, to play it on my song to help heal other people. So this is, I mean, so I've lost two within eight years, but can you four kids in one night, and they were like yeah, raising them like their own. Uh, unbelievable, their story. Unbelievable. They're awesome people. So I'll plug out for Steve Gato, and I will sure. uh, put his music up too. Uh, when you come up to New York, uh, you got to come meet Michelle and Steve. Okay. Absolutely. We, we have oh, to all my, kind yeah, of get you're, together. You're, you're my tour guide. <laughs> oh, okay. you are my tour I'm good. guide when I get there. I'm good. <laughs> Do I have to wear a big sun hat on the beach? You know, no, no. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and and Rock Hudson lives here. You know, and I love it because you're from Ohio and you're like, I love your New York accent. What I New York accent? accent. <laughs> I, and every time I talk to you on the phone, I tell you how much I love your accent. I know. Words. I make you say over again because I he, was he out once today. Guys, they were hysterical. What was it like last night or today? You got me going, and you said, say it again, Peg. I'm like, okay, play it again, Sam. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it's kind of funny because I don't see that. Well, I mean, I I was saying I was out for lunch today with somebody, and I was talking about that, how um, I'm surprised I haven't gotten on your nerves yet because there's words I keep asking you to repeat because I love your accent. I'm like, what the hell accent? You know, it's kind of ironic, and I want to give a plug to my my best my best friend died. Uh, I lost two really good friends within 12 days uh, before Christmas, 12 days Sorry. apart. And my very 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 best girl, she passed. She's funny as hell from Brooklyn originally. Been friends with her 25 years. She passed away December 23rd. She had an accent. I mean, it was soda. And wasn't I said it's soda? She goes, no, it's soda. You know, so that to me was an accent. Okay. I I guess wherever I go, you know that people can pick up you from New York because I was I did some um I was I did nursing for years I had a nursing business I went out to Boston quick story, working <clears throat> down at doing some stuff at Boston Children's Hospital okay, and I'm I go up and and I go up in the middle of town and there's like a lighthouse in the middle of the road okay it's up the street from Harvard and all that, and I'm, I said and I'm looking at the list of food and they're going. They had hoagies, which we call them here now, and and they had what the hell was the other one? Oh, a sandwich called Homo. And I looked at the guy and said, "Dude, what do you put on a Homo?" <laughs> and he looks at me. He looks at me, and he goes, "Lady, you're from New York, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I'm not a homophobe. I have I have a lot of gay friends. I love my friends. You know, women and men oh, yeah. love them. They they do the thing. Whatever. But I'm You're like, right. what the hell do you put on a homo? And I was like, dunk it. I'm waiting for the drum roll, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the first thing he says to me, lady, you're from New York. I'm like, go figure. You know? <laughs> so, anyhow, little humor here. So now we're going to lead into your next song, A Mother's Love. It kind of follows Halo, which uh, we aired tonight. And tell us about Mother's Love, how that all came about. Um. Well, um, after uh, after we recorded Halo um, and, and put the video together, um, mm-hmm. the band started playing out um, full time. We wasn't really a band up until um, it was like late May. Um, me and Billy were together. We wrote some stuff. I wrote a bunch of songs, and um, we were just. And then he asked me one day, you know, let's put a band together. And I was like, okay. So mm-hmm. we started looking for players, 
and it took a long time. Um, and I, we ended up, I ended up uh, getting my my stepson, um, Darian, um, to play drums for mm-hmm. us. Um, phenomenal right. drummer. Um, got him to play drums for us, um, and then we were in search of a bass player. And um, one of my best right. friends, who I've known since I was 18, um, hit me mm-hmm. up and um, was interested. And we talked, and I sent him the material, and um, he learned it, and brought him on and started playing full time as a band. Well, once we did that, and then we started putting the recorded songs out, it just it took off. Like the you know the the band was like within two or three months, it was just we were all over the place, and. Um, yeah. Uh, Trevor's mom, Stephanie, who's a huge right. supporter of the band, um, started coming to the gigs. Um, and uh, at the time, this is kind of a, a touchy subject for a lot of people, but it's it's the truth. Um, at the time, um, I was going through um, marital problems. Um, she was going through marital problems, and there was a lot mm-hmm. that me and her had in common as far as our situa- our marital situation and what was going on in life, other than the fact that she lost a child and I didn't. A lot of connection right. between me and her. Um, a lot of talks, a lot of on her end um, about her son and, you know, just her being confused about the whole thing and not knowing what to do and how to move forward. And, I mean, this this yeah. went on for a long time. And, and all I did was sit and listen for a long time, right. just sit and listen. And back in November, um, it was almost a year to the date um, that Trevor died. I, um, right. I sat down as a surprise to her. I sat down and I wrote A Mother's Love. Um, and I mm-hmm. did it the opposite of what I did with Halo. I wrote the song basically um, Stephanie talking to Trevor. Um, right, right. Because she didn't know how to convey, you know, she, uh, you know, one of her biggest things was, you know, I go and I sit at the cemetery by myself and I talk to God, but I don't get no yeah. answers, you know, and it feels like nobody's listening. And when yeah. she said that, it was like, well, I mean, there's, you, know, I, you know, God's listening. I was like, but, you know, let me... And so God's listening down, and the I, kids I wrote, are listening. Yep. Yeah, yep. you know, and I and so I wrote the song um, basically for her to, you know, um, I just kind of... To relate, you know, I took to relate, to relate. Everything that she, that she had said, you know, said to me and tried to put it into words how she was feeling. Yep. I mean, I couldn't, yep. I couldn't do it myself because I don't know, you know. Um, yeah. And I'm glad you said so that, Brian, that, because do. people don't. Played, they don't. You yes. you can relate to us, but you if, you know, and especially and I, like I said, because I've lost a parents and a brother and sister and husband, and yeah. I lost every pretty much every. I mean, I still have two living sons, and one in Carolina. Yeah. I haven't seen him since his brother's funeral. My son that died will be February second, four years. You know, my daughter's been going. Yeah. She died on Mother's Day, uh, two thousand two. So, so my son left. So uh, I don't hear from him often. You know, and I have another. Son home and whatever, and but um, people just can't relate to um, being that I've lost all the others. Grief is grief, but a child losing a child, let alone two, that grief yeah. is like there's no word. You know what? Okay, for instance, okay, I'm going to say this: when a woman loses a husband or a husband loses a woman, you know, what, vice versa, um, you know, you're a widow or a widower. When right. you a child loses a parent, you're an orphan. Did you notice they never came up for child loss? What do they yeah, call us? Never. There's not, there's not a term nothing. For it. We're we're like nothing. We're like nothing. There's yeah, no there's, label for it. Yeah, People don't no understand it. Say that you go through the funeral and they said, okay, when are you going to get on with your life? Well, we do live our lives, right. but we this thing eats at our, our holistically body, mind, and soul twenty four seven. We function Absolutely. some. 
Some go well. I I had a woman the other night because I told you I do counsel other parents and people, yeah. and uh, because I did have a nursing background, but I'm not a psychiatrist. I'll tell you people that now, but because I can relate to them. I had a woman contact me from Hawaii the other night. She was ready to bite the bullet. So what I've gone through, she told me I was her hero. And that she listened to me. So, of course, the first thing I do when someone tells me they're going to do themselves in, I'm not going to take no chances, I give them the suicide hotline number. People don't realize sure. what I do behind the scenes. I don't put out everything on Facebook, what I do. And because, right. like I said, it's not an ego thing. It's real. I do. I work 12, 13-hour days, more than I've ever worked. Non-paid, which is my payments to God, okay? So yeah, what sure. I do, I do from my heart. People don't yeah. realize what I do behind the scenes. You know, when they're saying, go on right. with your life. Yeah, I do. I go out to dinner. I'll go see a band. I, I, I do things, you know. But my right. work, I love my work because I'm helping yeah. so many people like you're doing now. And it's yeah. just friggin' you can't, you can't, like you said, Bri, you can't put a price tag on this, man. You no, just you, can't, you can't. do I mean, it. You, you absolutely can't, you know. It's, um, I mean, yeah. I could, yeah. you know, I could sort of speculate all day, you know, what it would yeah. be like, you know, to lose one of my yeah. kids. Um, but there's yeah. no... You know, and nope, you and don't know until the fat lady sings. Yeah, man. the reason for the title of the song, A Mother's Love. You know, I remember, you know, my mom telling me, you know, when when we were kids, and I've heard grandmothers yep. talk about it, and I've heard other women talk about it, and I've seen there's just something, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing that can no. compare anywhere on the planet, anywhere to nope. what a mother feels for her child. A father. You lose your soul, dude. Kids. I mean, I'm telling you, I lost my soul. Twice. Yeah, I mean, I I no, tell people I had four kids. I lost, I lost half of my heart. Half of it's yeah, with the other two sure. that are here. The other half is with yeah. the other two there. I'm gonna explain the yeah. only way I can explain to people about a mother lose a child. You're half in this world and you're half in the other world. And I'm sorry, right. it is what it is. And I mm-hmm. deal with hundreds of thousands. Now I'm not talking a thousand, four thousand, yeah. hundreds of thousands of other grieving parents with what I'd say and do and whatever. You know, not on a one to right. one basis, but I get the point out. They all feel right. the same way. I've been told by even family, get over it. Like, right. well, what about your other two? I'm like, well, which ones would you, which ones would you replace your, which ones did you replace your other ones with? Yeah, they were no, my kids, you know, man. The hell's wrong with people, you yeah, know? And that's I, my yeah, point. I I'm going to teach people. I'm going to teach, and whether they like it or yeah, not. I, I, yeah, I've been talking to Stephanie a couple of times. She told me um, mm-hmm. a couple of stories. One being, she was in a, uh, she was in a Kroger's. And I still can't believe this because I, you know, I had I been standing there, you know, God love me, I'd have been, I went to jail because I somebody mm-hmm. apparently had said, you know, you're still upset over the, you know, the loss of your child. Why don't you just get over it? Yeah. And yeah. had I been standing there, I'd have punched him in the face, like you know. Well, you don't know how many times I've come like, close, and, and I got MS. Yeah, you don't get over it. You you learn get to live it. differently. You never yeah, get over it, and, and grief know, doesn't yeah, get easier. It gets different. Get is all it. I can say. It gets different. And, you know, I've had them on my own family. I've had my own yeah. family saying that to me, and I'm like, that's, screw that's you. Horrible. You go that's on. You horrible. have your kids. You go on with your life. You have yeah. no idea how I struggle every day to stay yeah. alive. And no, I'm, I don't sit there. I get people. Why are you bitching? What? I, you know yeah, what? If it happens to you. You'll understand. You, there's no understanding. That's, that's absolutely horrible. That's just well, horrible Brian, this is why I do the show. People re- don't right. realize. They think, oh, well, you must be doing good. Make it all. I, I don't get paid, okay? I, don't, I do this yeah. as a volunteer. 
Right. I my books, and if you you become an author, I just want to tell people because I've had a best selling book. It, it was out a week. I didn't even know my publisher didn't tell me it was already on the bestseller list. It's maintained in the, the genre of what my children had and on the bestseller list. I've been number one, two, several times. Okay, never expected that, and it's not like go look at me, I'm Sandra D. You know, but right. the thing is, it's. You make like a dollar a copy. I mean, you can sell right. – unless I go on New York Times, I sell a million. I'll be a millionaire, okay? It's not about the money. And whatever money I did get from it, even though I've had hardships and with the losses, I'm still paying off debts from that. And funerals, no, there was no insurance, and I still yeah. owe on that. And and fighting with the VA because my husband had an uh, Agent Orange-related diabetes, and they've been screwing sure. me for many years. And make a long story short, um, what I do get – I have a, 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 a Wish Foundation for kids with cystic fibrosis because uh-huh. Make-A-Wish is wonderful. Granted, my kids' wishes, that I, I don't not knock them. They're wonderful. But they were waiting to like the last stage before they would grant the wishes. I grant wishes when I can, and we haven't done a lot, but I, I'm, I'm working on this, where um, we grant them when they're still in good health, you know, semi-good health, yeah. so they can sure. enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And I don't knock anybody for what they do, but like I said, so I'm taking, like, my niece, if she was on the show tonight, I don't know if she's listening because she's been working mad jobs on the side paying her student loans. But right. um, I always say I take my lemons and turn them into lemonade. And yeah. I think that's what we all need to do in life. You know, we have to – God, for whatever reasons, it's all like life lessons and experiences, and we have to take yeah. this and say, okay, I can feel what – you know, I'm not a shrink, you know. What I've learned is the school of hard knocks, dude. You know, I didn't learn it from a book. I lived it. I lived the craziness and and telling people if I lose my second one, that's it. I mean, I was on suicide watch for five weeks, and I came close. I'm not gonna lie to you. I came close. I'm like, what the hell am I here for? Why? Why me with MS? And this 28 year old daughter and 22 year old son, beautiful kids and. Pain in the ass at the time, too, because I didn't treat them any different than anybody else. I went through all the same crap with them that I went through any, with, with any other kid. They weren't like, you know, at times weren't in wheelchairs or anything like that. You'd look at them, you wouldn't even know some of the times, except my son never right. aged much past 12 or 13. And But to make a long story short, you know, we lived a life together, and, 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 and um, it's just so hard to put into words what you feel, you know? It's just, yeah, it's, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. It is, Sometimes it's you just can't put it into words. It's nah, you can't. I mean, even, yep. you know, um, you know I, the, the biggest, you know, the biggest thing I get, or the biggest question I've gotten over, I'd say, the last three or four weeks, that I've, I've been hit up uh-huh. by hundreds of people private messaging me, um, asking me about mm-hmm. the song, telling me how much they like it and stuff, but the, the biggest question I get, do everybody assume immediately that I had lost a child and that was where the song yep. came from. And when I tell mm-hmm. them, no, I have not lost a child, then yep. it turns around and they're like, okay, wait a minute. How did you get this no. kind of a message out there as heartfelt as it is and you have not experienced Got incidents. Where, where did that come from? And, it's a calling, um, Brian. Uh, yeah, That's all you got to um, say. It's a calling. I, yeah. I, I mean – you know, I I have a I don't know I guess in a, in a little boast to myself I I have a gift of being able to read people, and I hear people, uh-huh. and I can yep. feel kind of you know what I'm saying I can you know it's weird to say, um, and a lot of it I mean I give credit where credit's due this is going to sound kind of you know hokey but um, and yeah. being no. being a professional wrestler going through um, performance arts 
and acting classes and things. When you're when you're mm-hmm. a professional wrestler, um, you know you have to be able to um, get emotion and feelings out of people. You have to. That's what right, we do. We right. tell stories. We, you know, especially if you're a bad guy, and you know you you know you've got to be able to, you know, invoke feelings from people and be able to grab, you know, and so I just, mm-hmm. I'm a good listener and, you know, I'm, you know, it is, it is what it is. I don't really have a big explanation of, of how or why. Um, I just, I just did Gotta it. Get, and then, man. You know, I posted it. Um, like I said, it was a favor for Stephanie. When she heard yep. it, um, she asked me, will you put that please on the internet so I can share it with some of my girls and some of my groups? And I said, absolutely. Right. So, um, instead of just putting the audio on there, I put the little video where you could read the words as the song was going. Right. Um, right. I posted it up, um, and she had stuff going on. Um, it was probably you know three or four weeks going on that um, she hadn't had a chance to get on and share it with nobody. And literally yep. the day after she shared it is when I ended up talking to you on the phone. Um, I drove uh-huh. 15 minutes away from my house, and um, I had to get on Facebook on my phone. I just left my house. I got on Facebook. Um, when it popped right. up, I had I had like 300 and some uh, notifications. I had over 400 friend requests. I thought my uh-huh. phone was going crazy. I was like, "What is this?" And I shut my <laughs> I, I didn't even open it up. I shut my phone off, thinking I had a you know a yeah. virus or something going on. I shut my phone off to reset it. Come back up yeah. when I opened it back up. All the numbers had yep. doubled. And I was, yep. and so I opened it up, and then I seen the first you know three or four thousand views on it. And I think when I connected it was what thirteen thousand. It was something like that, but it was, it was like thirteen, jumping. and now you're up to almost forty thousand. Yeah, it was jumping like, hundreds oh. by the minute. Like every five yeah. minutes, it had jumped four or five hundred views, and I'm like, "This mm-hmm. is crazy! What is going on?" And then I went to yep. my friend's house, and we were hanging out, having a couple of beers, and it's still going crazy. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got the message from you, and it mm-hmm. just all kind of all at one time, you know, just it all clicked. Completely nuts. Well, you know, you know like what I, I want to say. World. I want to say something about music, and, and being that I came from music my whole life, you know, um, when I, I, I specialized, I had a nursing business for several years. I My goal back then, I worked around my kids. I started just working for another agency, then I ended up opening my own. And for years, I ended up working with dementia and Alzheimer patients, and I was a – I called myself a plumber with a broken toilet because my own mother got Alzheimer's. Uh, a year older than I am now, my mother developed Alzheimer's, okay, and lived for 12 years. And the last couple of years of my mother's life taught me something. We could not – she couldn't talk any anymore, okay, any, any longer. <clears throat> but uh, being in the you know the nursing field – you communicate differently with music. For instance, I've said it on the show before. Mel, and this is a lesson I want to teach people. Like Mel Tilson, uh, he was a country singer. He stuttered, had a very bad stuttering problem. But yeah. when he got on that stage and sang, oh, yeah. you sing, exactly you sing from a different part of your brain that's reactive and yeah. thinking, okay? Yep. So yeah, I developed yeah. a method with my mother, which brought me to my patients, where they couldn't mm-hmm. talk, but we would sing to communicate. And now it's sure. taken off. You know, I didn't patent it. You don't patent and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a that's real from thing. the soul, dude. That's from the soul. You know, that's from the soul. Yeah, it's, that's it's m- real mad it's, communication. Yeah, it's, it's a real it's, deal. It's just like um, it's just like um, uh, there were people had asked questions before, and I, I researched it to see why you know why you know why it happens like this. But um, if you listen mm-hmm. to any artist that came from England, 
or anywhere, mm-hmm. you sit and talk to them. You talk to like the guys from you know the Beatles, Def Leppard, Ozzy Osbourne, and any of these guys you sit and talk to. Right. Well, obviously, yeah. British accents like crazy. Listen to them yep. sing. You'd never you'd never know they were from. You never detect it. Yep. You would never know it. Um, so it's, because yeah, it, it comes it's from a different part. Thing. It comes from the soul. I yep, mean, there's, there's got to be. I, I, that's what, yeah, I this know. is my own hypothesis of it. It's the soul because when I developed this communication, like I said, my right. mother couldn't speak a word, and she'd call me. I was one of six kids. I get, she'd get every name, and then she'd finally get to me, and then she stopped right. talking altogether. But she, my yeah. my mother's wasn't musical, but her mother was the organist in her church. My mother grew up a Methodist, and my grandmother on that side was an organist. My dad's mother was a pianist. Like I said, New Irving Berlin was good friends. And so I came from music on both sides, you know. So my mother loved her hymns, you know, uh, a Rock of Ages, you know, the Methodists do, and 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 um, Jesus loves me, and we would yeah. communicate this way. She would we'd start singing Jesus loves me, and then she communicate, talk to me through song. Yeah, it was awesome. That's amazing. So there's something to it, and that's why this music, this song of yours, has touched people because it touches the soul. That's that part of that brain, the soul. That's, I'm sorry. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you know, that's, it's, I've had I've had people actually, you know, we talked about this yesterday in private, but I've I've had people actually, you know, get upset at the fact that I haven't put it on iTunes, and I've had people mm-hmm. um, get upset and tell me, you know, um, oh, now you got forty thousand views, you think you're cool, you know, you're not the only one that's wrote a song like this. Oh, I, you, know you know what? My brother, my brother's a minister, me. like your brother's a minister. Yeah. You know what, right. my brother and I, we talked about this yesterday. If you didn't have if, if you don't have critics, you ain't doing something right. I get oh, bashed right, all the time, and finally, when when they get yeah. abusive, that's when I delete them or block them on Facebook. Okay, yeah. because they're jealous. They're jealous. Yeah, they're assholes. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll say the word. I said it, guys. No. Assholes. I'm a Christian woman, but you know what? <laughs> God created the word too. Dude, he's got hey, the humor. Yeah. They're, no, they're assholes. It, 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 they're, it's, it's true, you know. I'm and so I, dumb with know, people like this. They, yeah, they, they just, they don't get it. They don't understand, you know. I've, I've told mm-hmm. them, and they, they laugh it off like, oh, that's corny and that's whatever. But I'll tell you, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing I've gotten so far out of this song, um, yeah. outside of, outside of getting to meet you, um, mm-hmm. is uh, lucky you. <laughs> lucky yeah, you. I, I, um, no, I had, um, you know, I had a lady, um, and it's just a small thing, but it's like, you know, when I read it, I was like, see, that's, I it just, it gets me. Um, I get teary-eyed thinking about it, but this lady messaged me, like many have, saying, you know, how much they love the song and this, that, and the other, and mm-hmm. she told me that for the first time in, like, two or three months since her son had died, um, she listened mm-hmm. to the song, and after bawling her eyes out while listening to the song when it was over with, yep. she had the biggest yep. smile on her face. She said yep. it made me smile for the first time in, in three months, and that, yeah. to me, is yep. like, you know, I, I, that's why I Can't said it in a, my bio, you know, that you know, you can keep all the money and the fame. You know, if, if yep. somebody's relating to my music in one way or another that's changing something about them, that's helping them mm-hmm. you know, be able to move forward in some way, shape, or form, yep. that's all I need. That's all I Amen, need. Amen, brother, because I, I say the same thing about, like, my books and the show. If somebody can yeah. relate where to me or I can relate to them and it's mutual, yeah. um, that's what it's about. It's not about the money. Like I said, yeah. I do this for free. I don't have to do that's, this. I could yeah. be, like, taking off and going here and going there. People think I come on and do Come on, Brian. I mean, how many times we've yeah, talked I, a few times since you came on? Not that yeah. – I mean, we're cool. We, we laugh and giggle and, you know, the shits and giggles too. But um, – yeah. Howard's turn that again. But you know what? The, the bottom line is you can't put a price tag on helping people. 
You know, we're not making money. You don't need it. People don't understand that. Oh, my God. What is it in the Bible? The meek shall inherit the earth. You know what I'm saying? There are people that are millionaires. I've got people in my own family, and they're miserable. They're miserable. Because they haven't found their way yet. It's not about – sure, you know what? We're human, too. We all like money. I mean, we all want our bills paid and whatever. But you know what? The feeling you get from doing what you do and me writing and, you know, like when I write, I write like I talk. I don't pretend to be, as I said before, Stephen King, who actually lived in my town growing up, um, and some other people, you know, the famous writers. I say it like it is. I I talk talk through my book. Okay, I talk through my book. But I get a point across. That's the way it's got to be. You know, I wish everybody was like that because, I mean, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, know, I'm I'm the same way. I, you know, I – if you ask me my opinion, I'm going to tell you. You know, it's a cliche, but if you ask me my opinion, I'm going to tell you. You may not like the answer, but hey, you're the one that asked. Yep. You know what I mean? I, yep. I say what yep. I mean, and I mean what I say, and a lot what of times are yep. very, un- very unpopular, but it is what uh-huh. it is. Me, too? me, at least I'm being honest. <laughs> you know, so, mm-hmm. and a lot of people That's they the don't bottom line, that, honestly. Yep. So, for yep. the people that are, yeah, for the people that are listening to this show, and this is, this is the dead honest truth, um, say yep. what you want. Um, I haven't made a dime off of this song. I mm-hmm. have not yep. sent out hundreds of CDs to free CDs that I've just mailed, you know, on my own expense to, you know, these people yep. that have asked me for a copy of the song. Um, yep. I haven't made a dime off of this. Um, and so, you know, and I I vowed to myself um, that the day that my dad died, I told myself that if, if anything happens with this song, um, because it was yep. kind of ironic that it was called A Mother's Love and then, you know, my, my dad died and it was kind of, it was a weird thing, yep. you know. But I, I yeah. the day, um, the day he died, I told myself if anything happens to the song, if I surprisingly yep. receive money in the mail from somebody, or if I have this, that, and the other, I'm donating. I'll find yep. some children's organization somewhere, something, you know, something. I'll find something to donate it to. I'm not going to keep it. I just won't. Well, that's what, you know what I mean? tell people with my book too. I I get royalties every what, four times a year. The book's yeah. been out two years. I've sold hundred bestseller. I don't understand. I still question some of their deals there. Uh, but yeah. the money I got, I, I owe money. I, actually, I haven't made a penny on my book yet. Yeah. But I still whatever extra I get from anything. You know, the only way you make money at books are book signings. Cause you, but you still have to buy your books. So people go, can I have your yeah, book? Do you realize I? Who who the hell do you think pays to get it printed? I have to pay my publisher to print it. It doesn't. You don't get them handed to you. Yeah, yes, I've gave right, some away to people there. that I felt needed it, but people don't realize I owe. Oh, I'm still in debt on my book. It's but it's not about that. It's about what that my words touched the signs my kids sent yeah. me to let you know God is real, heaven is real. Yeah, it's, it's about it's, my life showing you that you can survive um, the worst of worst in life. And that's why yeah. a lot of these other people have me on their shows are like, I've never heard of what I mean, you've lost so many. Then you got you got MS, you but you were taking care of all these sick people but sick yourself. Then you got hit right. with Hurricane Sandy after people died. Then you lost everything right. you owned and had to start over with that. It's like yeah, but you know what? I'm showing people you can survive it because it's all yeah. a freaking test. I mean, nobody's been tested. Nope. I've been compared to Job. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not of the Bible. And, you know, I'm, I love the Bible, but I'm not a part of the Bible. But but really, I mean, my life sucked. <laughs> it really yeah. sucked. You know, and um, yeah, but you know what? I, they really don't. Yep. No, they don't. They don't they, get it. They, well, listen, they, how about if we play A Mother's Love now for people? Sure. Okay, Absolutely. let's play um, this to song. Let you, uh, yeah, to let, to let people know who are listening, too, um, if you, um, it's, really, it's really cool. 
Um, we played Halo earlier. If you take both of these songs and play them back to back, you will hear the conversation between a mother and her son. Mother and a son. Yep, yep. I just want to let people know too once again that um, my poetry book was ready to come out because of my friend's death. I wanted to put a dedication to the both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it was it was a, for a reason. I'm not saying reason that they died, but you and I connected, and now you're going to be part of this poetry book. Uh, you know, with my book signing. So we're going to be <clears throat> kind of promoting <clears throat> the book. And uh, my book is called uh, Venting, Grief Venting Through... I don't even know the name of my book. Uh, Venting <laughs> Through Grief. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm good. But you know what? We're going to be kind of working together with this. You know, I'm going to be yeah. doing my book signing, and Brian has offered to come with me for the book signing and play that day, right? Yes. And oh, we'll, we'll talk about... You know, we're 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 getting into we're doing fine details right now. You know, we're not into the whole thing, but I want to play Mother's Love for you guys right now. So I'm going to play that, and we'll come back and talk, and maybe take some um, questions from some of our listeners. How's that? Sure, absolutely. Okay, hold on, Brian. Hold on. Like I'm 
That was Brian's song, A Mother's Love. It's on YouTube, and um, it's by Brian DeLauder. How do you say your name, Brian? DeLauder? DeLauder. DeLauder. Okay. I'm I'm bad. I don't talk well sometimes. (laughs) Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. I suck. (laughs) Don't start with that. (laughs) I'm going to choke you when you come up here. I'm going to choke you. (laughs) And you're going to like it. No, (laughs) this is terrible. No, no. all all serious now. Um, That song is like, you know, when you say you don't know the pain in our souls, you don't. Unless you've you lost a child, you can't make assumptions. You can't, um, Brian. You even without losing a child, you you captured it, okay? And that's why this song's a big hit. Um, because I'm really that, happy that people that people feel that I really I really am. Um, it's you know, as, as a musician, as a songwriter, you know, you you try to write, or at least I do. I, yeah. I have you know every time I've written a song, you know, um, that mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to I try to write everything, you know, based on, you know, an element of truth or some realism to it. Um, I don't, I, I don't have any songs that I've written yet that are mm-hmm. from fiction or made up story or anything like that. I try to, you know, because I, you know, healing through music is, is the most powerful thing there is. Um, yeah. I don't think there's, there's not a doctor, a drug, a psychiatrist, or, you know, nope. a, you know, and love them all. There's not a preacher on the planet that can mm-hmm. comfort you the way you know a, just a good song can and so nope. that's what that's what i've tried to do um and you know if in a, in a weird crazy way you know i mean this would not i i mean i don't know if i would have done anything like this um had i not met stephanie had i not you know been a part yep. of her life and her kids lives and um, you know, mm-hmm. Billy and all this stuff. You know, it's like you said earlier. You know, it all happens for a reason. And that that whole song yep. is literally based on every word she has ever told me in the last year about how she feels. The beginning of the song, you know, sitting by the light of the shining moon, wondering if the day we mm-hmm. meet again will come soon. She has told me those words. Like, you know, she would text me out of nowhere, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm alright, kid. How you doing?" Mm-hmm. And she's like sitting at the cemetery, staring at the moon. You know, and things like that. Those are literally yeah. words that every word in that song is something that she it's has true. said to me over the last year. Yeah, I mean, I send you pictures of my deck, and I thank God I live in the river because it's comforting. And I, yeah. many nights I just sit out in that deck, and, you know, sometimes neighbors will drop by. But sometimes I want that solace, like you said. I want yeah. that to be, a, be like, just lose myself and looking sure. at nature and, and just grasping it and... And talking to my kids, and not not like a nut job, you know. I'm no, sure many people think I am. You, you have to. But I do. This is yeah. nature connects me to them because we're energy, and that's one of the things. Like I told you, because I'm also an, I'm also a Teresa Caputo lady. I've been since I was a kid. I hid that for years, and uh, that's real. That's a gift from God. I've had. I have a Baptist uh, deacon that comes on my show, and he right. promotes me. He's, he wrote a book called uh, – his name is Ke- – I'm going to give him a little plug, Kevin uh, Schopel. He's out in Arizona. Uh, Kevin has promoted me. Um, I connected with him through the famous author Mark Ireland, whose father was Richard Ireland on Steve Allen's show, who I was in awe of back in the day and never knew – You know, here I am 40-some years later. I'm interviewing his son on my radio show. He's known right. worldwide, you know, 
And I'm like, uh, he promotes what I do as a gift. I, I don't go out like a lot of people get on my show. It's like, well, I'm going to go take a course in mediumship. That's kind of like right. um, when you got like five thumbs on each hand and go and play, play on the guitar. God gives us right. gifts, you know, and sure. I was afraid to use it because I didn't understand it. You know, some people right. think, oh, you're nuts. She's a crackpot. Well, I'm not on TV like Teresa Caputo or John Edwards or Sylvia Brown and making big right. bucks and – I'm actually anything that I've done on the show, and I do a lot private every day. Read sure. people and bring whatever, and I haven't taken a penny. I, and people, right. I could use it, man. I'm trying to get my life back after the hurricane and everything else I went through, but yeah. I can't do it. I say no, I can't do it. I do it to help people, so it's That's not about idea. the money, like like yeah. with you. you know, it's not I, about the money. Had you, know? I, had I, you know, I mean. You know, like you said, you know, we all like money. We all, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, God, man, you know, I, you know, I live in a trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. live in a big house. Hey, guess what? I so do I. a lot of cars. So do I. Do you really? <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's um, half, you know, half. I, it's half. I yeah, started I, I, as a trailer, yeah. and it was house built the other side, which is a place yeah. that got really damaged, and I'm still they're still working on it right. uh, from Hurricane Sandy. I have this yeah. view. I'm telling you, it's a million dollar view. Anybody would want to live here. And uh, actually, I owned a home that just sold. My home um, sold, I think, for six hundred some thousand dollars. Okay, six hundred and some thousand. And I took this place with a view over that, okay? Right. You know, I'm, I'm not living on a trailer with a trailer on top of a trailer or anything like that. You know, I'm not yeah, three no, neighbors with Beverly Hillbillies. You know, I'll tell really you, know, some of these double wides are better than trail. homes. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, what? It's, it's not about where you live or what you do. It's what's in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm, I'm, I love my place. You know what I'm saying? It's great. My kitchen is three, yeah. four times the size of my my six hundred and some thousand dollar house. I've made a choice to yeah. do what I do because of where yeah. I am. There's a lot yeah. of reasons. I my son was getting sicker. I couldn't do the stairs. I took it. My friends were moving to Carolina, so I took over here. I saw the view. I fell in love with it. Uh, right. I have I have a beautiful. I, it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's gorgeous. Yeah, I, I've, and, I've, and, I've been blessed a lot. Not with things, but with, you know, um, what I've been able to do, um, the people I've been surrounded by, uh, mm-hmm. because I, I have over the years, um, a lot of years, um, have had a killer supporting cast for everything that I've decided to do. Um, and that's, yep. and that's like, that's everybody. Um, you know, my kids' mom, Amber Cochran, um, she, uh, you know, we're not, we haven't been together in 10 years, um, but we mm-hmm. are, we're best friends. Um, she, you know, just loves to, she's just, she's very supportive. Um, you know, my wife is the same way. Um, my band is super supportive, even though this song come out and it was kind of something I did on my own. Um, you know, I was thinking I was going to get some backlash from them and thinking I was trying to skip out on my own, but they were all like, dude, man, you know, cool. You know, they're like, you know, totally supportive. Um, everybody in me and my family, my, you know, my dad was my biggest fan, you know, all my, all my my wrestlers, all the co-wrestlers, the guys that I work with, um, yeah. my boss, the wrestling company. I mean, they're all, you know, so supportive, man. They share my music and they, you know, they listen to my stuff and they love the stuff and they come to my gigs and they're just, they're so supportive. Um, one of the biggest, you know, supporters I've got is a guy who's, you know, one of my partners and we kind of musically went in separate directions career wise, but we always managed to reconnect every now and then. And that's um, Patrick Pierce. Um, he's a guy that we're doing a memorial show. Um, in two days, um, at a, a place here in here in Marion, um, he just got back from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, he signed a, um, a record label, TMG uh, Music, 
out of you Oklahoma. You know, my, my niece um, is married to a doctor. They live in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, <laughs> my cool, niece, yeah, my co-host on the show, yeah, her his, sister his lives in Jacksonville. Lives down there. Yeah, his sister really? lives down there. He just, he, yeah, he just got back from there. Um, he goes down there quite a bit. Um, so we're doing a memorial show um, this coming Thursday. Um, me, him, and a um, buddy of ours from way back in the day, we were in a band together with named Darren Ballard. Um, and, like, the three of us, you know, once a year managed to get on the same stage together, and it's just like magic happens all the time. So I'm wow. really fired up about that. But, you know, Pat's always been, you know, he's 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 – Another one of them guys are like, you know, he's signed to, you know, a record label, but he's not Mr. Superstar. He's not Mr. I'm better than you. He's, you know what I mean? He's yep. all the time you know, getting on going, dude, killer song. And, you know, he's coming and supporting. And, you know, I do the same for him. And, you know, it's just I got a, I got a great supporting cast around me. So if, if not for That's these cool. people really believing in what I do, it helped him push me sometimes. You know, there's times I was like, man, this ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go out and get a job. and just yeah. done, you know, like, dude, you're dumb if you do, you know, don't do it, you know, just keep grinding, keep going, keep going, so, you know, yeah. I, I can't do it, I can't do it without him. No, I hear you, I hear you. Actually, Stephanie's, uh, the, 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 the reason for the song, Stephanie's, like, emailing me on Facebook, I'm trying to read some of the stuff she's saying. Stephanie, oh, okay. you know, why don't Stephanie, can Stephanie call into the show? If she wants to she call in and talk, um, you know, yeah, Stephanie, I, I, if you're I, I, out I, there and you're listening to me. Why don't you call in, and, and, and I'll bring you on first, and then we'll take some callers. We still have um, – I just want to say, if you've called into my show, we have 37 minutes left. But um, we can go longer if you've called in, not on the Internet, though. If you've called into the show, call in now, okay, because the show can continue beyond my two hours a little bit if you want, so we can yeah. take some more callers and stuff. I'll, I'll, so, Stephanie, I'll I'm I'll, telling I'll, you right now, that, uh, just let I'll, Stephanie I'll, know, Steph. Uh, it's one three four seven eight three eight nine two zero one. Call in, hit the one Q. Just private message me now. Let me see. I just gave her the number. Um, okay, hold on. Let me give her the number and let her talk a little bit. Okay. Sure. Hold on a second. Sure. I'm, I'm typing her the number. And then um, Stephanie, I just type me your number once I type this in, so I know it's you. And then we'll bring on our callers that have been waiting. Okay. So I'm just giving it to her. I feel like a one-armed bandit here, Peg. <laughs> the writer. The writer, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, she says, give me the number. Afraid to touch the three. Just definitely let's go with the flow. Let's just do it, man. We're all sitting right. in our drawers. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sitting around my house okay. in boxers doing a, doing a radio show. I love it. That You don't even know, pal. You don't even want to know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, I was hoping some New York, people were going to call in. I talked to some okay. of the people around, like, in the other countries, like, you know, telling them, like, Liv and, um, you know, a couple others, uh, Betty up in Well, they, Canada. Can, they, that's, they can Skype my show and talk to us that way. That's how the, um, anybody out of the U.S., I mean, you can, call. that's what I'm going to say. You can, um, you can Skype us from our international callers, and we can talk to you, too. Or you can find us on Google. You can find me many ways if you Google it and go into the link. You have to actually go to the link to Skype us, you know, on the right. Internet. But you right. can just call in. So she's calling in. What the hell? Stephanie, you're giving me two numbers here. Which one are you calling from? Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me say, oh, my gosh. Okay, hold on a second here. Let me go back to the studio. People don't realize what I go through here. Actually, I just got a Skype caller, inter- international Skype caller. Um, I'm waiting on her. Oh, is this her? Hold on. Now i got to go back to this. People don't know what I go through here. Oh, my God. I know. What's the fat lady's things, man? <laughs> Hold on. 
Okay. Uh, okay. I think we have her on the air. I'm going to bring you on, Steph, and then I'm going to take some other callers after you. Okay. Stephanie, is that you? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. You know what? There's a five-second delay, so I usually tell people don't talk until I say anything because there's a five-second delay. So this is Stephanie. Stephanie is the reason for the song and her son, Trevor. Right, Steph? Okay. Hi, Steph. It's Peg. How are you? Hello. <laughs> are Hi, you Peg, sitting in your underwear, too? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brian, Stephanie's on the line. Just feel comfortable and tell us uh, whatever you want to say, Steph. Well, um... Basically, he said it. That it's it was my feelings and the pain and and all that we went through and what I loved about the song. And I think he thought I was crazy. And I said, "Could you please, please get this out for me by Christmas so I could share this with my support groups?" And uh, we live in right. a very small community, and we have had mm-hmm. a lot of chi- um, child deaths um, very recently in, mm-hmm. in the three high schools that are in our tiny county. And um, mm-hmm. I've made a lot of friends, new friends that are all mothers like ourselves. And um, right. I, I really wanted to hear this for Christmas. And um, so he got it out there. And and what I liked about it is it doesn't single out your child. I, I know when we lose our children, we look for these songs to relate to them, to bring us right. peace and to think about them. And, and we were looking mm-hmm. for funerals and for, to do picture videos they always single exactly. them out, whether it's for a baby or a, a little girl or a little boy. And, and this song was all yep. about how much we loved our kids and miss them yep. and the pain that we go through and, what, and how people kind of are with us. kind of feels like we got the plague sometimes with everybody. Oh, yeah, that they we do. They create, us like, they create us like, you know, I tell everybody because I've lost the two children, but I've lost um, – I've also lost two nephews in the past two years, one in September, the end of September, and one actually the day my book came out while I was going through Hurricane Sandy, both to drug overdoses. Uh, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, I lost my two kids to cystic fibrosis, two kids to two nephews to drug overdoses. Um, And it doesn't matter how, whether it be an accident or cystic fibrosis, like I lost mine or my two nephews, the way they – the bottom line is the loss is our child no matter how. Whether it, they be young or stillborn or whatever, we carried those kids inside of us, you know? And they're connected to our souls forever, you know? And, I mean, Stephanie, you know you can relate to that. And, um, you know, like I, I, I told you know my niece when she lost her son, I said, you know, yes, I went through hell for years with my kids being sick, and I had to go through that too. But the bottom line is the same, that we, we lost our kids you know, that feeling's the same no matter how we lost them, and um, that's how us mothers connect. But everybody do does treat us like when they die, they treat us like we died. I mean, you, you just said it. You, you said it in a nutshell, you know, and it's horrific. Yeah. You know, and I my thing with my books and my show, I, like I said, I, I had people bashing me a few weeks ago right before I lost my two friends in December who died of uh, one to cancer, one needed a transplant. And um, I had people bashing me. Here's Christmas coming. I'm already having it. Even though I do this and whatever, I still have the human emotions. I feel, man, you know? And, you know, I hurt on their on their angel anniversaries, and I hate, not hate, I feel on their birthdays. That it's like, oh, my God. I'm the one I know. I mean, you're in some of my parents' groups, I think. I'm the one who wrote the poem on empty chairs at the table. You know, I have a lot of friends get on Facebook, and they talk about um, – well, oh my gosh, I got the empty nest syndrome, my kids going to college. Your kids come home. Our chairs are empty. Yeah. 
They're empty, dude. You know, they're they're empty. And Mars don't come home. Can you imagine what? If you're that hurting when your kids go away for a couple months and come home, summers and holidays, can you even fathom what we feel? Can you even? Un- they can't. They have no clue. Our I kind of feel like, I was going to say, I kind of feel like um, everybody moves forward. They they grieve for our children. They miss them. They love them. They, everybody grieves for their lost loved ones. I, I think about my grandma and grandpa and everybody who's passed. It's different yep. with a child. It's yep. very different. And, and as they move forward and live their lives as normal, we survive our lives. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. I, it feels kind of horrible by saying we're not living because we are. And, and I, I have two other little boys who I enjoy and I love and I don't want to mm-hmm. miss a thing, but a part of me is gone. I, I miss a lot. It's it. We're, we're never the same. Service. We're never the yeah. same. I'm going to tell you I'm something. Um, I talked about this earlier in the show. I have two other children in between the two that died. My, I lost my only daughter on Mother's Day 2002. I lost my son. It'll February second. It'll be four years. He was my youngest son. I have two other boys that are they have their own other issues, but they didn't have cystic fibrosis, which genetic they were born with, you know. But it's all the um, it's all the you know what? Actually, I'm gonna Brian. Brian, you're still there, right? I'm here. Okay, I'm gonna play my my girl. Do you mind? I have another song I want to play on here. Uh, my friend Michelle DeAngelis. I have her song. It's called. And it kind of relates to what we're talking about. I'm going to play this real quick. It's called The Same. You know, see if you get anything out of this, okay? Would you mind me doing this? And I'll come back and we'll talk more. And like I said, if you guys, my my chat room's got people on it. Call into the show, 1347-838-9201. We can continue past the two hours uh, for a while if you call in. But if you're just on the Internet... Um, two hours were up there. So if you call in now, I can keep the show going for a while. But I'm going to uh, play Michelle's song. And I, this, she's recorded many songs. We've become really good friends. She actually came here and played at my 4th of July party this year. But it's, it's called The Same. and But it can be related to so many things. So I'm going to give uh, Michelle a little plug and play her song called The Same. So can you hold on? I'm going to play this song now. And sure. then we'll talk some more. Okay. Okay. There we go. I never saw it coming I never wanted to know You can't even look inside You're afraid of what you already show I don't need a message I don't need a heart I know I'm selfish, I know I'm cruel But the role I play, well it's time to change that part Everyone knows I'm with the
something that you have But maybe it's better off that way Souls on a whisper Oh, we're flying high How could we work together? Even now when I think that love's a lie Hold me tonight Don't ask me why am I Always running to the other side It was a moving with me But I'm scared of your company all the words that you say you could complain But it makes me feel like I'll never be the same Nothing of mine, nothing I find good enough is not good
Yep. Nor are we the same. They have to see that to not be able to know how to relate to us after knowing us all these years. But yet the only people I can tend to relate to anymore without getting my heart broken is usually other grieving mothers. Mother lost. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, Brian Strong is the bomb with this. I mean, from our perspective, what I think the difference with Michelle's song was kind of what we say to other people. They expect me still to be, I mean, I can still have my sense of humor, you know, because I've always been kind of like a stand-up comedian, you know. With that mess, I'm a sit-down comedian these days, but because um, I have multiple sclerosis. And, um, but anyhow, you know, from that perspective, what I'm saying, her song kind of can relate to what we could say to our friends and family. You, you sit there and you think that we're supposed to go back after the funerals. Everything's supposed to be hunky-dory. You know, all of a sudden the phone calls stop and the invites stop, and or then you get the invites. I, I had after my children died, and especially my mother, my daughter on Mother's Day, the year later, my one of my friends called me and says, you know, I'm four healthy kids and come here for Mother's Day, and I, I ended up going. But what they don't realize is like that's your kids. When I sit and I sit and I watch you, it, I don't begrudge you because your kids are here, but. They don't really understand how painful it is for me on that day. I mean, Mother's Day is tough on any mother that's lost a child. I literally lost my daughter, my my firstborn, my only daughter on Mother's Day. I mean, I, I remember when she died, and I looked up at God that day, and I said, is this a cruel joke? Is this, you think this is fun? I was pissed. I mean, I was devastated, obviously. But I'm like, of all days, you take my daughter on Mother's Day? You know, and it's like... This really sucks. This really sucks, you know? And every year I go through, because it's not always the same date. I think last year it was actually the same date my daughter died on Mother's Day. You know, it changes every year. And the bottom line, what I was saying about Michelle's song, is like they expect us to be the same old bubbly, and though I can joke around now and what have you, um, they expect me to be who I was before. I'm not who, I'm not her anymore. She left. She left. Because I'm here in this world with my two other kids, and I'm over there with the, my other two kids, okay? Because my love my other two kids too, but it, you can't trade. There's no trade-off here. You know what I mean? I mean, you have other yeah. children also, right? And they they just don't get us. Like I said, you know, I I can talk till I'm Steph, till I'm blue in the face, you know. And and I see this on Facebook, and then sometimes, and it's funny because my happy days on Facebook, I'll put, oh, you know, sun's out, I'm having a great time. No response. As soon as I come up with something, it's almost like they sit there like vultures, ready because they got a bug up their ass, ready to attack I, me like a vulture. Do you I find totally that too? Agree. I totally yep. agree. Um, what the hell is the problem? Facebook. I I've actually used Facebook to help me because I, I know you understand this because I'm on. I imagine go through it. You, your memory is horrible after the loss, um, mm-hmm. and my memory has affected me tremendously and has upset me. So I have been. I like to write a book sometime, and I've been logging everything through Facebook. And a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. I've kept public. The lady prints the papers for me, and if it's real private, mm-hmm. I'll just email Trevor a message, and I'll print it later when right. I can get to where I can. But um, mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm saying is, so many times I'm attacked for them bad days. And, oh, and yeah. then they think that oh, yeah. children are not cared for the same. And, and I love my kids. I love them to death and they're my life, and my yes. life revolves around them. But mm-hmm. I still, they've never probably, after 
after losing a child, you start sometimes even so bad when you smile and laugh. You you have them thoughts, you know. And mm-hmm. I live in a small town. I'm not a radio show host, and I don't rock it out on a guitar. But I, I grew up in a town. I grew, I grew up four. I'm four miles from where I grew up in a town of seven thousand people. I lived in a small town too. I'm not just because I'm in I'm New York. Pro- believe me, I'm very rural, yeah. and it's not the city. Yeah, we're 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 country folk, you know. I'm very. So I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm well. Now I am, but you know what? It's it's not even about that. The thing is, and 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 it's the fact that public eye or not, and sometimes maybe they expect more from me, but when they see me on like the angel anniversaries, which we call them, or the birthdays, and I've lost so many. Like I said, I've lost two siblings. I've lost lost the grandparents, aunts and uncles, brother, sister. I can relate to all that too. And then when I say something like, I've lost two kids. And it's like, well, I'm not taking it away from grandparents or parents or my. I've lost siblings. I lost my husband. I, I lost my husband, father-in-law, and son all within nine months. All within nine months. So my two other boys lost three generations in nine months. Okay. God bless you, but that's too much. <laughs> well, and then and then, like I said, that. and then after that, two nephews. And three months of the day of my son, within a year, then after the other three losses, I lost my sister-in-law of 44 years, my brother's wife who he just lost their son in September, okay? So I've been slammed, boom, ba-boom, 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 okay? And I don't know how the hell I'm doing it. It's by the grace of God, you know? And and like I said, I I think sometimes people think I'm trying to take away from their siblings or their parents. I don't because I've lost them too. I've been there. (laughs) I'm just saying, Stephanie, like you, children's grief is a whole different ball game. It's a whole different – it ain't supposed to happen. We know from the time we're little, I mean, yeah, yeah. And they, and they sit there and I get bashed and I, um, I, I have to say that, and then, then on top of it, you know, then they talk about memories and I voice my memories. Then within a year after my son dies, I had three feet of water in my house from Hurricane Sandy. I had to live in a hotel for six months. My house is still not finished. I, I had no shoes or clothes for four days. Okay, I lost everything, my car, my furniture, everything, So and my pictures and my memories. Whatever pictures I had, thank God I had on Facebook that saved me or my family sending to me. I lost it all, went right into the freaking river, went into the river. So I lost the memories too. Never death over because I, I can't well, that's I what I'm think saying. about that. What will happen if Facebook crashes? I, I'll probably feel mm-hmm. like I, I'm going to grief again, like uh, all over this. Well, I'm going to tell you something, honey. I didn't have Facebook when my daughter died. The only thing that kept me going was that I had a son with the same illness. And I'm going to tell you something. Facebook saved my life. It saved my life because I don't I don't go to shrinks, okay? I don't go. To, I don't mm-hmm. take pills. I've never been a drug. I, I don't even take aspirin, and I got MS because I'm allergic to it. But I don't take the pain pills or nothing. Okay, so I did this all without value. I, and I'm not, I'm not doubting anybody does it. If you need it, take it. Okay, I don't know how I did it. I drank I back then. It on I drank. My own as well. I think yep, it's safe. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Facebook saved me. And then, then I got people coming on and bashing me. And like I said, I'm not like, you know, uh, Marilyn Monroe here. Okay, I got a radio show. And yeah, I got a best-selling book. I ain't no different, you know. Uh, as I say, it smells the same as yours. Yeah, I ain't going to say the word, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <clears throat> There's no ego here with me, okay? I do it because I feel it's a calling, all right? I'm just like you. I bleed. I do the whole thing. I still hurt. Just because I'm intuitive and I have all this other stuff going on, 
I still hurt. I cry. Now, you know what? In two weeks, if you look at my Facebook, you're going to see me going bonkers because that's what I do <laughs> because that day comes and it kills me. I'm like everybody else. You know what? I ain't no better than anybody else. I've got the same emotions, and I know heaven's real, and I know I get signs, whatever. But I still hurt from that human side. I still got those empty chairs. I want them here. I don't want them there. You know what I mean? I miss my kids here. Huh? I could spend a whole other show with you about signs. I thought I was going oh, to well, you know I what? I want to, if you go, if you, I just want to let everybody know all my shows. For, and tonight's my one-year anniversary of the show. Or I've done almost fifty shows. They're all archived. I've done show, shows on what to say and what not to say. I sit there. I've re, I read people all over the world. Um, it just comes to me. It flows through me because I was I've been intuitive long before I even had kids. Since I was a kid, I, my, it's in my book. Uh, Rainbows, butterflies, one less. How good it leads into it. But I didn't really come out until a year ago. My friends knew I had something. I was afraid of it for years. But the signs, and you see many of these uh, grieving groups, I don't think there's a mother, maybe 98% we all get signs, whether it be hearts or I – you got to see. I'll send you my page. I don't know if I put you on the, what signs. My, uh, my son's face has appeared in pictures, people I didn't even know. Unbelievable. And that's why the minister comes on my show. He says, I've never seen anything like what happens to you happen to anybody. You know, we all get signs and they talk pennies and feathers. And yeah, I've had all that too the rainbows and the butterflies. I've had things that you can't even believe, that you can't even believe. And I know it's real, but it doesn't, that doesn't help. It helps, but it doesn't um, take away the fact that I want my kids here. I hurt. I hurt yeah. like you. I hurt like every other grieving mother. And people just don't freaking get it. And then I get people on Facebook bashing me for my work and why don't you go on with your life? And well, and then I got people coming out of the woodwork. They don't wish me happy birthday on here because you know the birthdays pop up. But when they come in, they can see where there's something to really like stick it to me and not make it feel good. You know what I'm saying? I, that happened right before Christmas. I'm like, okay. Devil made them do it because they were kicking me at the worst time. Yeah, I, the hot, my son's birthday is November thirtieth, so from that to Christmas to whatever, whatever, it sucked. It really sucked, and I'm just coming. Out, and then I lose two friends around the holidays, and I'm like my best friend. I'm like, okay, when is this going to stop? You know, you've taken two kids, you've taken most of my family, you took all my belongings, you took my memories. How much more can I freaking take? But I think the reason I do what I do is to show you can kill, still, not kill, still survived. The worst of the worst is what I put on my, my book thing. You know, um, you have to find a new way of living. But what my basic thing is, um, like you and, and, and Brian with his song, to educate people about our feeling. I guess sometimes I feel like I'm batting my head into a wall. Do, do you, like, no matter what we say or do, they, they don't hear us. They don't they no, hear us, no. but they don't listen. If, if, they don't listen. Real quick, I, I think that's part of the, that's part of the, part of the issue. Um, yep. And where, where this song came from um, is, uh, you know, if, I mean, if somebody, you know, somebody telling, you know, how many times can somebody say that they're sorry for you? How many times can yep. somebody say, man, I don't know what to say? Um, well, I, you know, and I, maybe, maybe I'll catch heat for this. I don't know. But um, I think a lot of times people, especially if, you know, if you don't know what it feels like, mm -hmm. if, like me, you know, if you don't know what it feels like, why do yep. you have an opinion of it? Why can't you sit yep. down, be quiet, and listen? 
That's I'm going to say it right now. You know, you know what? You know where I'm going to go with this, right? About opinions. They're like, they're like assholes, yeah. and they usually stink. Sure. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, that, that's why my show I love because I'll say whatever I want. You know, you know they are. I, they're, I, they're, I never. You can't talk on a. I, you know exactly. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. In, in the year, and I mean, you know, Stephanie, I'll tell you this. You know, in the year that you know that we and her have known each other and have talked mm-hmm. many, 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 many times. Um, that, mm-hmm. that you know, we talked about you know how she was feeling and stuff. You know, I don't. I've never. Not one time tried to, you know, offer any, any advice or any kind of yep. explanation for it other than it's God's will. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. it's God's will. Yep. You know, but yep. I just, you know, I do, I do a lot of listening, and that's that's what I did yep. in, you know, the year that I've known her, and that's that's where this stuff comes from. Well, you know, I, the bottom like line, Brian, that most that. people are very selfish. They're very selfish, and they, yeah. they listen, but they don't hear us. Yeah, exa- they are. That's what it is. It's all. Uh, most of them, and I, Steph, I'll let you talk in a sec. They're mostly. Um, I think what the bottom line is, they're afraid of their own mortality. It's like, oh God, it happened to Peg not once but twice. What if I lose my sure. kids? So that by avoiding me, they don't have to think about it, and they can go on with their little emptiness syndrome, and their kids come home, and blah 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 blah, which is great. I don't right. begrudge them. Like I said, your kids are here. But you know what? Why don't you take a little time and see that mine aren't? And can you imagine what I'm feeling 24-7? Once the right. funeral is over, I still hurt, if not more. Okay? It doesn't get better. It gets worse. It gets different. It's not better. It's worse. Every minute they're away, it's worse for us. And sure. it gets different. That's all I tell people. That's the word I use. It's different. And if I've been on Facebook, like I told you, get the hell off my – got 1,200-some people. Get the hell off my page. You don't want to hear it. You know, so this woman that I went to school with a few weeks ago says to me, you're just being selfish because you put it on Facebook and it's social media. And, and if somebody responds to you, get your guard up. No, but what, because I tell you like it is? And she had the audacity, and I blocked her sense, to say to me, how do you know I didn't lose a kid? Well, I can see your timeline too. You had one kid. You didn't lose a kid, and you wouldn't talk to me that way if you did because I do know as a great mom – no other grieving mom will ever talk to another grieving mom that way. Right, Steph? Right. Put right. us down. I mean, what the hell is wrong with these people? They're they're just, it's it's fear. It's fear. You know, it's all about fear, and they don't want to face the facts of what life's really about. That's what that's what I get out of it. That's what I was going to say. Um, the phone came from somebody who listened thoroughly and never passed judgment and never stopped me from speaking. Um, and when mm-hmm. I talk about my girlfriends who I've had since I was five years old, I really feel opinions and advice are quick routes out of mm-hmm. having to listen to the pain and, and a quick way to change the subject because nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about it and nobody want, who loves us either wants to see us hurt and they think that if they could just yep. get us off the subject or turn us around to a different path, um, we're like going to we're gonna okay, we got to get it out. We have to get exactly. it out. We have to be able to talk. That's when we go crazy when we don't. And this is what I try yeah. to tell people. I'm like, why are you kicking me in the ass? I've already had the biggest hick in my ass ever, twice. Okay, I've already yeah, been kicked in the ass twice. Yeah, there's been. You know there's how much? How much farther can you put your foot up there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much farther can you been, stick it up? Yeah, to there's me? Been, there's been many times that um you know and not now I mean now with the song you know the song doing what it's doing um you know mm-hmm. but you know starting with Stephanie you know there's many times that you know um you know hey how are you doing hey I'm cool I'm I'm doing okay. how are you doing um I'm mm-hmm. not so good man I'm I'm about to you know I don't I don't you know I feel like I'm going crazy I feel like I'm doing this that and yep. the other. Um, I'm just, I'm going to get off here. I'll just, I'll hit you up tomorrow sometime. No, Stephanie, talk to me right now. Yep. What's going on? Yep. Talk to me. Just, just yep. tell me. And I've done this with now over the last three weeks with 
so many women who are so, you know, I like saw one that. girl. I, I saw one, that. one lady I won't you know, I won't uh I won't say her name, but I had, you know, a lady the other day, you know, literally tell me that she had nothing to live for and yep. I talked to her on Facebook for, you know, about an hour or more and by the end yep. of the conversation she was actually laughing but it was. I would yep. not let her go. I was like, no, you need to talk about it. You know, talk to me. That's, well, that, that's, that's what, what I want to say, Brian, you know, stepping to, to people. I think it was my third uh, show last year. I decided to do a show on what to say and what not to say to a grieving parent. We don't mm-hmm. want to hear, and I'll tell you, out of all the people, one of my daughter's friends saw me right after. I was in A&P um, here, you know, going to the supermarket. She was the best one yet with it. She looked at me with tears in her eyes. She came over, and she hugged me and said, I'm sorry, and didn't offer any more than that. That was the best one yet. That was great because she didn't give me advice. She showed that she cared. I got a hug. We need – you know, with this texting uh, thing in life – I hate texting, by the way, so don't ever text me unless you tell me it's important. <laughs> okay, cause I hate it because we've lost human touch. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, and I, people say, oh, I just met – I said, I, how many times do you tell you? I don't text. You know, unless you're in a hospital or something, you let me know, whatever. I don't check it, okay? We've lost human one-on-one contact. With this girl, I'll just have her first name, Kathy. She hugged me with a tear in her eye. I'm sorry. That was better than somebody saying, come on, let's go bowling. Let's do that. Sorry, bowling ain't going to cut it with me, okay? Or going out to see a band a week after my son dies. Yeah, though I love music. Sorry, I gotta go. You have to go through the grieving process. It is not. And you know what, I, Stephanie? Did you find this too? They treat us like it's a mental illness, like we're mentally ill now. Yeah. yeah. I um, hate that. I hate it. And it's all just I hate because it. we're at different stages, and nobody grieves the same. So, if if uh-huh. you did, if you didn't do something the way somebody else thinks that you should have grieved, then you're uh-huh. going crazy. And and I kept busy oh, yeah. when I lost my kid. And now I'm at mm-hmm. a point where I feel like I kind of am starting the first stages of the maybe some people's process. I kind of cracked. Um, mm-hmm. and we all do, by the way. Really Ill, it just means I'm surviving and I'm going through this and got to try and to figure out how. And you have to go. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, we can we can relate to other people even in the groups, okay? But we all do it individually, you know. And I have to, from my from my my perspective, I grieved my daughter. But yet I had my son who had the same illness, and I had to be here for him. When he died, and with my thing, because it was constant IVs and and pills and nebulations and sterilizing equipment, it was seven days a week for years. From the time I was 19 when I had my daughter to my son died when I was 57 years old, that was my life. And I got up one morning after the funeral, and I sat at my kitchen table, and I'm like, and I went to go sterilize the equipment, and I'm like, he ain't here, Peg. That was like – that. I, I felt mentally ill. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. He he kind of kept her alive, though I grieved her, so now I had the double whammy. Okay, and I'm yeah. not taking from anybody that's lost one, but now I got two kids gone that one kept me going because I still had to do the same thing. Not that I like doing it. Who would like doing all this stuff? It was crazy. It was insane, my life. But I, that was my way of life from 19 till I was 57 years old. That's all I knew. And I'm like, who am I? Who am I? I didn't know who I was anymore. There was, I had no identity anymore. And I'm like, okay, I got two other kids, and I got my daughter. My daughter had two children. They were four and seven when she passed. Okay, 
So I had the two grandkids, and I have two other kids, and okay, and I had to talk myself. You got to stay here from them because if you go and off yourself, we all think about it. If you go and off yourself, which I probably would have been chicken, but I thought about it. I said, what are they going to feel? They've already lost my grandkids, their mother. They, now they lost their uncle, and my grandson and my son were only five years apart. My daughter was sixteen when my son was born. So I said, okay, so unselfishly, I had to keep me here. I didn't want to be here anymore. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not want to be here anymore. And I went five weeks on Facebook. I was calling everybody MF and swearing, and and I had people say, well, I'm not gonna listen to this. You know, get yourself get a grip. Well, then get the hell off my Facebook. Then screw you. You know, that's the way I felt. Screw you. You know, people swear on there for stupid reasons. You know, you don't understand my pain. You know, so. Like I said, safe, Facebook did save me. I hate to say it, but it did. And I had a vent, you know, and, yeah. and I couldn't go to a shrink. I did look for a, gra- a grieving group that would have, like, for my other kids. And then, uh, and then I had two other kids that didn't have it that I needed a group for. Then I had another kid that had it that lost his, his only sister that had it. Then I had the two grandkids that lost their mother. And I couldn't find the right group to go to. And I'm like, so I didn't go to any group, you know. And I said, I had, I'm sorry, I have another son in there playing video games. If you hear anything, ignore him. <laughs> um, but anyhow, to make a long story short, I didn't know what to do. So I vented for like five, six weeks. I mean, I'm, I was crazy. I was crazy then. I was, yeah, I was grieving. I was crazy. I had to, to do, it. do it. I what did what did they think? I was going to get up and make breakfast it's, and say, okay, and I'm so going to be Donna Reed or. You know, or just get it's the hell out of here. I mean, I had to find you. Have to, you have to do it. I and anybody else. Oh, out there Brian, not, let me stop you one second. Lost. I just go ahead. Brian, I just got to stop you a minute because my producer. I only got a minute and a half left on the show. Okay. Uh, I just want to tell people if you want to hear the remainder of the show, you need to call in right now at one three four seven eight three eight nine two zero one. Because in a minute, less than a minute and a half, the show will go off the air that way. But if you call in now, you'll be able to hear the rest of it. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's all right. I was, um, I was, just, I was going to say that you know anybody, anybody out there that has not lost a child, including myself, um, uh-huh. we don't know. We will never know. Hopefully. And you know, and, and I got I got in trouble for saying this because everybody's all oh, that's selfish. No, it's not selfish. I don't. I, I hope I don't ever have to go through it. I don't ever want to yeah. have to, you know, to just in looking and hearing the stories. I don't ever want to yeah. have to go through that ever. And yeah. no, that's not ever. selfish. That's me yeah. being a being a parent saying I don't want to have to go through it. But you know, I don't know what it feels like. And a lot of people I'm going to tell you something, Brian. Like. I, 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 I'm glad you brought that point up because. Stephanie, you were mom. You're a mom. I'm a mom. We went through that point too. It's like, it's like, oh my God, what would happen if we ever lost a kid? We does that. That thought always runs through your mind, and then yeah. it happens, and it's like, holy yeah. crap! What, know, how I, do you do this? There's no, yeah, there is no book out there that can tell you how to friggin' no. do this. There's nothing. Not even close. Nothing. No. Nope. No. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Nope. I don't know about it. There's a lot of people that don't know how it feels. Um, hopefully, they don't ever have to know how it feels. The only thing yep. I do know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, I know how to sit yep. down, shut my mouth, and listen. That's what they need to do. Amen, brother. I'm going to tell you something. You know, we have about um, – you know, okay, the show has stopped on the internet now. Uh, I see some other callers called in. You can We can remain on for a while. I just yeah. need to kind of intervive to the whatever I'd, person I'd, here. I'd love to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know what? Why don't we take um, – Steph, would you mind if we take some other callers? Yeah, go right ahead. 
Okay, honey. Um, and, and Steph, you know, this show is on every Tuesday night. You guys can call in any time, and we can actually do another show about this. And I'm open, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to go to um, – let's see what they want. Because some people just call in because they want me to do an intuitive reading, but I don't think I'm doing them tonight. So I'm going to take a call and just see if they want to feed into our conversation. I'm going to um, – let me say hello, whoever the caller is first. I'm going to – uh, say your area code. I just need your first name, the part of the country you're from, or the part of the world, and uh, see if you have a question for my uh, guest tonight. Okay, it's uh, area code 954. Hold on one second. I've got to take first come, first serve. Hello? Hello. Um, my name is Hi, Mary. Hi, what's your I'm, name? My name is Mary. I'm calling from Florida, and I've been listening um, to all you had to say tonight about losing a child and I'm really sorry mm-hmm. for your losses and also the loss Thank of your you. home and what you've gone Thank through. You. Um, mm-hmm. My girlfriend of about 40 years who moved to uh, England, she lost a uh, three-year-old son. And then when her 17-year-old son um, was out one night, uh, I was out with her, and um, mm-hmm. she... Um, she went home early. Well, we all went home early. For some reason, we felt kind of off. And um, right. I got a call at 3 in the morning that her son was killed in a oh, car Oh, she lost two now. Yeah. And the second one. Oh, my one, goodness. Well, I've lost two, so I can, I can, it's terrible. How, so is she, she, how is she doing? Well, um, this goes back about 25 years, and mm-hmm. she she had a very hard time. Uh, my Myself and my mother went, uh, jumped out of bed, and met her at the hospital. And Mm -hmm. um, we supported her pretty much through the whole process as much as we could. Mm -hmm. And her younger daughter um, was so stressed out over it, she was falling down, and she wasn't doing well at all. So she took her to England, and today uh, the daughter is married with children of her own, about five, and... um, Mm -hmm friend has serious health issues. And every once in a while she'll say, you know, it's been 25 years since Stephen has been gone. And she okay. don't talk as much about the younger one because it's much further back. But I know, right. you know she, she suffered all these years. And um, I thought a lot of her son, too. He was a, a nice boy. And uh, I, like I said, I never had children. But I was an only child, and my mother and I were extremely close. And I mm-hmm. lost her my dad in twenty in two thousand five, and mm-hmm. um, I have I you know I know what you're saying about what people say think whatever methods they use to try to you know Consult. rationalize or snap you out yep. of it so they think yeah and um, right. I know all about that and I don't agree yep. with any of it so um, but you know Mary I you mean, sound I, like a really good friend to your friend and you're the kind of friend that every grieving mother would want. Because right. you sound I'm like somebody person. like Brian that, that did this song and listened listened to um, Stephanie and felt felt it though he didn't go through it just being a dad in general, but just can only imagine what that would feel like. But I think like what we were saying, Stephanie, I'm sure you'll agree with me and Brian that the most important thing is to be there and listen to us, you know. And that's what my show is about. I mean, every week. You know, my place is a venue to come and vent where nobody else wants to hear you. Come cry to me. I've had people come on the show. I've I've got hysterically crying on my own show. 
you know, showing well, our human. My show's about showing the human, human. side, yeah, and human. you're a good friend. Well, yeah. you know, we have to realize that um, we're uh, we can be spiritual beings, but we're having a human experience. And well, I say that on my show all the time. Yeah, and our yeah. human people seem to forget that even though we understand many of us that you know sure we can contact our loved ones and all that and mm-hmm. um and, and luckily we you know we have that where we believe in that but there's a lot of people who they don't believe in it at all there's little they do mm-hmm. believe some and my well, friend if, if you've been listening a, to if you've been listening to the show I'm also intuitive I've had the gift since I was a child long before I was ever a mom was afraid okay. of it but my children's deaths brought it out even more, and I was getting all these crazy—I mean, crazy—signs, and it was like, oh my god, why is this happening? But it comforted me, and then it led me to the to writing the book, uh, you know, my book that's been out for two years, and writing three more now, and the signs that they sent and whatever. But like I said earlier in the show, you know, when I wrote the poem uh, "Empty Chairs at the Table," it doesn't make up. I, I believe, I know, I've seen, I feel, I, I communicate. Right. You know, can't reach and, out. But it ain't the same as. My con- my son coming home with his race car at night, or my daughter going out and getting my nails done with her. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make up for that. You know, it gives us comfort, but it, it's I, not it's not the same. It's not the same. You know, and I I just lost a very dear aunt, who's my mother's sister, in uh, the end of September suddenly, and mm-hmm. I'm away from the family members. I'm I'm in a different part of the country yeah. and, and distant. Right, so. Right. They're grieving in their own little worlds with their own little families. But I'm mm-hmm. on my own, and yep. I'm removed from that. And I had a yep. kind of a different relationship with her, which was more in-depth, more spiritual. We were like, mm-hmm. we understood each other from a soul level. And she was yes, a very yes. person. And I'm missing that connection very much because mm-hmm. we would talk to each other and, you know, talk about things that nobody else probably cared about. And, right. you know, so people have to grieve in different ways. I didn't know I yep. called in. I perhaps I, you know, get a message from my mom or something. But, well, you know what? Um, we, do, we do a live show every Tuesday, and tonight was, was my one-year anniversary, and it was about, because Brian is awesome. Um, he wrote a song, like, if you heard uh, about Stephanie's son. It, yeah. and, Unfortunately, and so many people. I mean, you can call in next week. We're probably not going to do any readings tonight because I just lost okay. my uh, best friend a few weeks ago. We just had a funeral January 7th. So I'm a little low. On th- I'm, I'm going through another grieving process. This was two people that I lost within 12 days before Christmas. Oh, wow. Were the two people, okay, friends, two people that I went to when I lost people that would listen to me. I lost yeah. two of them in 12 oh, days. and okay. I Now, I'm in a different stage now, even though I do what I do. Because yeah. now the two people that I would go to died within 12 days of each other. I said, yeah, okay, another truth? test again. How much more? <laughs> Give me a break. There was people around me that were supportive friends of mine that mm-hmm. I've known for a long time. And all of a yep. sudden, it's like the earth swallowed them up when I started uh-huh. you know, having different things. And I had stopped by a friend's house, and she was still sleeping. It wasn't real early, and her husband came home, and I told him that my aunt had passed. And, okay, um, quick question for you, because I feel something right now. And, oh. Stephanie, Brian, do you mind if I do this a little bit? No. Nope. Oh, okay, okay. Who's Leslie? Uh, and whatever I tell you, it may mean nothing now, but this is how I get messages. Get a pencil and paper. Is there a Leslie, a, a, a Leela Leslie involved with you, or somebody on the other side, somebody here? Leslie, does, does that mean anything a, to you? 
It doesn't at or this Layla, time. Or Layla, Leela, something with an L. No, I can't place that. Okay, um, write it down because I've had messages. Cause on the other side? I don't side? read myself. Okay, well, on the other side? No, what I'm saying, whatever, no, 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 no. Let me explain to you about because it's a puzzle to me too. Somebody will communicate with the, from the other side, you know, and it could be somebody that's here. It's, everything that I tell you is a validation. Okay. okay, I could say like last, I think it was last week, I, I, all of a sudden I had an author on. I'm like, I wasn't reading, I wasn't planning on reading, it just happens. And I said something yeah. rose, it could be the name, it could be the flower. But I'm feeling like something Layla, maybe the song Layla by um, by Clapton, uh, Leslie, just write it down. Because I, like I said, I don't read myself, I go to somebody what else. Um, of that person. I don't I know mean, what the significance It's a validation. It's like somebody who's communicating doesn't mean their name is Leslie or Layla, but it's something that could mean, mean something to you. So whoever's giving me, well, Stephanie or, or even Brian, would that mean anything to you? Because I never know who's coming sure. through for hope. No, um, I, I can't place it. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Mayor, hold on a minute. What about you, Brian? Or, or can I no, say I, I, Yeah, I no, go, improvise, because I get messages I never know who it's for. Is that a real, Stephanie, but, is that somebody for you? When Trevor passed away, I was supposed mm-hmm. to be at a funeral on that Monday. He passed on Sunday. On Monday, a very close friend of mine named Randy um, had committed suicide. He worked for us, and his wife was named Leah. He had a baby on the oh, way. Okay, that is for you. Okay. Then, okay, okay, Mary, do you see how it happens with me? Yeah. I, because yes, sometimes it, I'll have people it, in the chat room because I, I have to figure the puzzle out. That's the way I do it. Oh, that so, happens. Lila was for you. Okay, yeah, let, Mary, let me hold you up a second. We got more time. Okay. Um, okay, hold on a second here. This has got to be for Stephanie. That I think it's Trevor trying to tell me something, okay? If that name rings a bell with you, because I don't come out with, like, Linda or Lori. Sometimes I do. But if that name is significant to you, then that's that's Trevor coming through, Okay. And I hope this doesn't upset you because I don't know how well you're into this or whatever. But I have no control when I get messages from the other side. And you may think I'm a cook. I don't care who thinks I'm a cook. I'm not. Let, they so it's late. Le- and her name was Leela. Leela. And I said that, didn't I? I said Leslie, Leela, yeah. right? Or Layla? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Leah. Okay. Okay, well, that's just a, a validation to you, hon. And Mary, I hope you don't mind. You know, we have more time no. here. So that, that's to say, what, whatever comes through, I, I give it, you know, because I was just going to tell Mary, like, you know, call back next week. We'll probably – actually, I have a um, a woman, a psychic coming on, a medium, intuitive medium from the U.K. next week. Okay. Uh, uh, and and I, the whole show will pretty much be readings, okay, because this Great. week is the anniversary and Brian's songs. So if you want to call back for the live show, and all my shows are archived, you can hear them anytime. Um, right. well, this is I, I don't want to, you know, take up all your show. I just wanted to no, comment. No, worry about it. Because it's fine. So much of what you said resonated with me um, mm-hmm. about how people respond, whether they respond at all or whether they don't even acknowledge right. your loss, which I've had that too. Yeah. Well, and, like I said, they treat um, you like you've died too, and that's why. Yeah, hard. and it's almost like if somebody could just come up to you, whether whether you lose a person, place, or thing, job, mm-hmm. home, whatever, if they could just come up and put their arms around you maybe and say, I'm really, really sorry yep. for what you're going through and your loss, yep. instead of 
trying to blow it off sometimes and just say, well, everybody goes through something, and oh, yep. well, that's the way the world works, and yada, yada, mm-hmm. and, you know, why don't you just laugh it off and, and have fun, and maybe you'd like to hear a comedy with, sit and watch a comedy with us. I know what you're saying. Well, your brain just can't function with it, and right. it sounds like, like I said, you're you're a good friend, and Brian and Stephanie, do you agree with her? Oh, I absolutely. Is, I, is, it, is it Mary? Is that your name, yeah. Mary? Uh, Mary. Yeah, Mary. Yes, okay. Mary from Florida. Yep. Keep, keep, this, keep this in mind. I know you said you were away from your family, and right. they're kind of all doing their own thing. <clears throat> keep this right. in mind. You, you may be by yourself, but you're not alone. Yeah, I yep. try to remember that. I do. I, I try yep. to remember that. Some days it's real, real hard. Um, yeah. Like I say, you have you know. a support system around you, and you think they are yeah. your support system, and then when you really, really have something big happen and you think somebody or other will be there to have a few understanding words. It's like, oh, well, this happened to us. We're busy yeah. with this. And, you know, all those well, stories. Yeah. Feel, feel, feel free to hit me up on Facebook if you want okay. to. I, oh, yeah, I, have yeah. big, I have great big ears. You can call me Dumbo if you want. But hit me up on, hit me up <laughs> no, on Facebook stop. if you ever need to talk. And, and me, Mary, me too. Uh, my name is um, on, on my main page. I have several pages, but it's Peggy. S uh, for Sam, but that's not my middle name. They always sound like one. <laughs> and uh, my maiden name Peggy. is at Peggy S, and it's M I M M was my maiden name Anisi A N E S I. Okay, if Can you Google I say that. Can I Mary real quick? Yeah. Sure. I just wanted to say that even though you're miles and miles and miles away from everybody, and you're dealing with this on your own, I have a huge support system here. I I have tons of hugs and tons of love and tons of children and I can sit in a house daily and feel so alone and so washed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just don't regret being away um from everybody because even if you were there you would I would guess you would also still feel alone. Um would, because it, they're all into our their hearts own are broken. Yeah. Our hearts they're are broken. All into their own worlds and what they're Yep. Their day-to-day routine, and and they want to just stay on that path and keep moving like yep. nothing else happened. You exactly, know? So, and, and that's what I they do. do it's it's, it's people, play and pretend. They play yeah, pretend. Some people, they yeah. either they either put their head in the sand and they're in denial, or mm-hmm. they either that or you know maybe certain people just have more sensitivities, and other people mm-hmm. deal with it differently by keeping moving. You know, we all deal with it in different ways, and maybe maybe exactly. what right for them. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. A hundred miles or two miles, if you just start opening your eyes to whether the clouds above you and looking at pictures around you, you're going to feel more close to your lost loved ones than probably you would with them standing across the room at times because you really start to notice the signs and that they're there. Oh, and, I, oh and yeah. I have and, signs. And, I and have that's many, where let I let found me, can I tell you, girls, I also have, once you go to my main page, I'll direct you to my sign. I have a signs page also called What Signs Let You Know That Your Loved Ones Are Still Around. You'll see some of the things. I actually have audio. I was on one of my shows one night, and we were talking about when my mother passed who couldn't talk because of the Alzheimer's. And just as I said, and my niece was my co-host, and I said, you know, and Grandma said something. She was reaching out, and all of a sudden she spoke and said, the angels are here. Just as I said that, there was a noise came on my show. I go back to my archives. It was my son's voice saying, Ma, I've got that oh, on my page. I played the audio. I have pictures of my son showing up after his death with a little girl 
it's a long story. If you go to the page, you'll see. I, I put some of the stories. It's, it's going to be in my other books. My son's face appeared in the picture with this little girl that, from Ireland that died of cystic fibrosis, and he's been going almost four years. She just died. And I put, posted this picture. Something drew me to it. And, it, and he's laying in the hospital bed, and it, it looked like my son, identical. It was like what do they call a doppelganger. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. And I posted it, and his friends go, oh, isn't it nice that Mark friended somebody, you know, that died of CF? I said, wait a minute. The same thing as him? I said, that's not Mark. That that girl lived in Ireland. That kid in that bed looks just like him. you got to go to that page. So if you friend me on my main page, Peggy S-M-I-M-M-A-N-E-S-I, I can direct you to my other page. I have audio. I have video. I have photographs. Out of the book. This is it's insanity. You also and like have Stephanie's a saying, the signs are unbelievable. I'm sorry. Do you have a website as well as being on Facebook? Oh, I have tons. Of, yes, I have. Yeah, I have. I have a, a blog. Um, I have my blog talk radio uh, website. I have my poetry page. I have my author page, and I've got a lot of pages. But the the main ones that I feel that you would want to connect is my main page and my my signs page because you can go there and actually see when my nephew died um in September a lot of weird things were happening his name was Ben I come out of his funeral uh my cousin who'd come up from New Jersey I live in New York to see me I was waiting for her to come out of the hotel because we had left the funeral we were going to go see some relatives being that you know we were up in the area and I something made me go to the car and I sat there and I turned I have Sirius radio and I I I actually got the audio from that too I turn the radio. What comes on the, the station? It says you got you got a friend in Ben. That was my nephew's name. Oh wow! You got I've got I actually made a whole movie on this. I've I've made movies on YouTube about some of the signs. I have uh, I do it besides what this <clears throat> on my kids' birthdays. I do fundraisers and bring uh, other kids gifts for the holidays or whatever at the hospital. That's how I celebrate my holidays. And um, the first fundraiser, the first year after my son died in 2011, on November 30th, I do it at his ex-girlfriend, you know, late whatever, mother's restaurant. But taking pictures, I come home and I download the pictures, and my and, and nobody can smoke because you can't smoke in New York in restaurants. There's in smoke, it looks like smoke. My husband, who died nine months before my son's face appears in the picture. Mm. Um. Over my head and my grandson, my late daughter's son, were right sitting there near each other. He's standing up and whatever. Over my head in smoke, my daughter's name is spelled out in smoke over my head. Holy cow. You got you to see some of this crap that I got. Like I said, people talk about pennies from heavens. We receive pennies, feathers. I had all that, too, because my, my bestseller, and I'll post that, too, if you want to read it. You can get it Kindle for three ninety nine on Amazon. Um, it's called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. It tells uh, the initial signs. My book that will be coming out called, because my son was a race car driver, Racing Hunters in Heaven, it's filled with stuff that, I'm going to tell you something, it's not, and like I, I tell Brian, it's not ego. That one's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Stephen, Stephen King couldn't write a book like this. I was supposed to finish that book two years ago. I can't stop. It's been nonstop. With, and I'm not talking pennies from heaven here. I'm talking crazy stuff where I got pictures. Thing You're not going to believe it. And this is not well, just happening to me. It. It's I'll happening you, to friends. Yeah, one quick thing that happened to me um, mm-hmm. not not that long ago after my mom passed, um, mm-hmm. the swans were a very important symbol with with my mother especially. Right. And I had, in fact, I had that on their um, gravestone. There's two swans, 
And um, mm-hmm. one day I was out looking out my patio, and there was a lake out there at the time where I lived. And right. I said, you know, I really wish you could send me a sign today. I'm really lonely. And with that, this humongous cloud appeared, and then another mm-hmm. cloud formed with it, forming the shape of a very large swan of white clouds. Oh, yeah, that you'll see in the clouds, too. I'm going to tell you, my friend that died um, enormous. My friend that died December 11th, before my best friend, and he, this, these were the two people I went to, share a quick thing. He owned a bar here, okay? Uh, grew up with him my whole life. He died of cancer December 11th. I'm on the way to his funeral that day, and I said, i got to go get the car washed before I go to the funeral. I look up at the sky. I almost rammed into another car. I'm trying to use my cell phone to take the picture. In the clouds, he was the biggest Mickey Mantle fan. His bar was called The Grandstand. Make a long story short, what appears in the cloud? And he even had a number seven ring, a big number seven in the cloud on the way to his funeral. I so I believe that, in this because yeah. you can't make this crap up. And I take pictures all the time of some. I don't always get every. But I that day I couldn't get the picture because I almost rammed into a car in front of me. I almost oh got my. killed. And I said, "Okay, you don't want me getting killed." I'm like, "Okay, I know you're okay, dude. You know." It's yeah. just crazy like, some of the stuff that happens. Going crazy when you tell them some of the stuff they can't hardly believe it. Well, you know what? Well, like, the, the funny thing is, I don't care anymore because now I got pictures to go and I got audio. I mean, come on, my son coming across my show and all of a sudden I'm talking about my mother saying the angels are here and all of a sudden you hear when I play the thing back it goes ma and it was my son's voice. Yeah, so if you, you, make, you, you can't you, make these things you up. You can't make it up. And I post pictures of my son with the pictures that he appeared in that had nothing to do with me. I when I saw them, I posted actual pictures of my son, and people were like, "Oh my god!" So if you you wow. you know Facebook me and friend me and Stephanie too, I'll send you to that page. Scroll down that page and see what I got. That'll freak you out. You so know, but Peggy, if anything, it, it's comforting. Peggy you S. know, like Peggy S. Yeah, my middle name is actually Shirley. It's actually Margaret Shirley. Don't even go into it. <laughs> Peggy S. I M M. I M. I as in Imperial M M. That's my maiden name and A N E S I. But anyhow, we're going to have to wrap this up because I'm running out of time. Okay. Nice talking with uh, you. I'll keep listening. And on listen, my call back and... next week. We're going to be doing readings through the whole show. Okay. Wonderful. With uh, the woman from UK, she's awesome. Ma- Mary, you. thank you for calling and and uh, pass the word Thanks. and and uh, oh, well. Brian's song. I you know pass the word about the song because it's really touching a lot of lives. Okay. Thank you. Okay, okay Brian. Day. Okay, yeah. good night, honey. Brian, I, I want to thank you and I want to thank Stephanie. And actually, you know what? This ain't a one shot deal. I want you to come back on. Is that okay? Absolutely, anytime, anytime. Stephanie, how about you? Oh, of course, of course. I'd love to talk to you again sometime. Yeah, like I said, the show is live every Tuesday. And um, okay, we're they're signing. The producers are giving me the no, the finger, right. but I don't see the finger. <laughs> I'm just hearing stuff here. <laughs> Probably giving me the finger. But anyhow, the bird's right. the word. You know, everybody knows about the bird. Yeah. Um, got a joke in between. Um, yeah. the show within a, within half an hour will be archived. I'll send it to you guys so you can hear it. Go back okay. and listen to it if great. you like, or whenever you great. want it. Um, That'd be great. But anyhow, you know, I, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys. Okay, Stephanie, yeah. are you going to be coming up, or are you going to be coming to New York? Or oh God, I would love to. I've never been there. 
<laughs> well, come on, I'll show you, baby. I'm 30 miles north of the city, so it's just a train ride into Manhattan. But, I mean, I still, there's a lot of cool stuff. I live right on the Hudson. I have a beach place here. Uh, we have our own boat dock. We have our own beach. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Well, Peg, I so, have, you I know, have a demo tomorrow to you. So yeah, definitely I need that because I've got April-ish. friends with... You know, I definitely, you know, a little warmer weather, guys come up. Uh, actually, I'll have my girlfriend Michelle over, who you heard. We'll have a jam, because I have two guitars. I have a 12-string. I'm also, I play, but I'm not that good, uh, but I play keyboard. I just bought a brand-new keyboard, because I lost my other one in Hurricane Sandy, so I just got a brand-new Yamaha. And uh, what do you call it, Yamaha or Yamaha? I don't know if it's... Yamaha. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I got a Jewish keyboard, yeah. Yamaha. Yamaka. Right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Jewish keyboard. No. <laughs> Jewish keyboard, my Yamaka. Yep, yep, yep. Can only play it on Hanukkah. No, I'm ki- I'm just joking, right. and oh, I don't begrudge it because my great grandfather was Jewish, so I'm good, you know. Right. But anyhow, um, you know, you're more than welcome to come up. We'll hang out. I there's I have a lot of property here, so we could have a hell of a barbecue, uh, have a great time, and and do some gigs. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, uh, you know, and, and talk more and, and try to put our heads all together and let's help other people to understand us and yeah. let's help them to understand themselves, you know, that's because that's yeah, what I'm thanks about. thanks for calling in. Okay, Stephanie, thank you so much, honey. I really appreciate it. Thank Stephanie, you. Stephanie, can I tell you one thing? Your last name? Yeah. i got to tell you something. My best friend that just died, that's her sister just got married. That's her last name, too. Is it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yep, yep. Yep, so I've always got connections. Um, all right, I'll, I'll, be, I'll give you one real quick, Peggy. Guess what? My, my real last name is not Delauder. It's my stage name. Which what is it? Dad's name. Guess what my real last name is. Same as what? hers? Yeah. You're mine's kidding Mine's got me. an E on the end. No, mine's got an E on the end of it. But. Well, my 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 girlfriend that just died, her sister's last name is Clark. So and, and if you go back, go to the archives sometimes, guys. You can just Google the name. Sure. I've got the the third show I think I ever did was all about what to say and what not to say to green parents. But I got some. You'll hear some of the crazy stuff. Every show that I'm on, there's synchro. There's synchronicities. There's connection right. to the names. There's connection to birth dates. I had real quick two women on, um, and whatever producer kiss it. <laughs> right. But anyhow, one more minute. Um, I had. Two women on my show from another show, and one was intuitive. The other one was kind of, and they have, they're on a show called Ask the Angels. The woman that was intuitive had the same birthday as me, September seventh, and we're talking because this is the show I broke down and cried on because my son wouldn't let them read other people. Finally, my son came through and I broke me down. And as I'm talking about my son's death date, the other woman that was on the show, that was her birthday. So she, it was her birthday the day my son died, and the other one that was on, we had the same birthday. Every show has got some connection. It's crazy. Oh, I believe that's you. how I God feel works. Like rain man. Yeah. You feel I've like turned the, into huh? Rain Man. Oh, tell me about My it. My kids yep, call yep. me Rain Man. So. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. You know what? My son's godfather's name is Raymond, and we always call him Rain Man. <laughs> we always call him, but we'll talk more even off from the show. But I gotta, yeah. I gotta hang up because they're they're Good shutting time. me down. And uh, so I'll send you the archive of this. I want you guys to come back on. I want to meet okay. you guys both, okay? And uh, we'll, we'll have a great time, you know. And and we're gonna help people, and we're gonna help ourselves in the process. So that's what it's all about. Sounds good. Okay. Steph, all right, guys. You. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, uh, and have a great night. Thanks, and thanks for you. calling in and helping with the show. Okay, God bless. Good night, everybody. Good night, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.